You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Welcome on a Thursday, a ready and wild and wooly pre-show Thursday. We're not sure what's going to happen today. Uh, Couldn't yeah. get the phones to work. Right, we for, can't. For some magical reason, I have to put the password in now. And it's never happened to me before, so. But of course. Yeah, and I have it written, right? yeah, written down here, and it's not working. Maybe, so maybe Johnny just I got tired know. of us using his, Probably. his Skype or maybe something. Maybe he just didn't yeah. renew it and didn't tell us. <laughs> right. I mean, I did, I did call him, and he didn't answer. Like, That's quite possible. Him, so. That's quite possible. Maybe he's just pissed he didn't win the golf tournament right, or something. Exactly. Right, exactly. Who knows? So. We don't have phones today. Anyway, sports fans, it's me, Bud Knocker, and it's my man, Renee, and the ones and twos. We're trying to figure this out. Um, We will bring you some good times. We will bring you some laughs. We will bring you some alcoholic beverages. Oh, there you go. And we will talk about sports and just have a good time. Um, Josh, uh, unfortunately, is at a um, wake, I believe, for um, a gentleman uh, named Norm Wiles. Uh, who basically um, came to be Josh's second dad besides myself. Uh, Josh uh, has known this man for a long time, and uh, he uh, succumbed to his battle, a uh, long battle with uh, cancer, so fuck cancer. Um, but uh, rest in peace, Norm, and uh, uh, we will all miss you. So, tilt uh, of the glass. Tilt of the glass. Mm, beer. Uh, yeah, Norm liked his beer. He loved the Angels, liked his beer. Um, but anyway, uh, let's move along. Um, this weekend was a very eventful weekend. Um, Friday, looked at three o'clock at the golf course where the golf tournament was to be held, yeah, and out of so nowhere, out of nowhere, an inch and three quarters. Hey, Cam. hey what's up, Cam? I don't know what his camera's going to be at all. Okay, it have to be. Uh, I know, but I cleaned, the guest one. Have him sit there. Right, but so. I cleaned the. You don't uh, want him on this one. On no, mine, it's, it's good. No, because I turned that one, so that one's on me. So instead of just rearranging it, well, who says you could be on camera? Right hey, you know, so, <laughs> they, they, they the fans you. have to have something to look at. Oh my! Yeah, well, it's right here. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> we all know that I'm, the, cu- I'm the cutest one on the show, <laughs> Knocker. Oh, you're the eye candy. Yeah. Oh, my bad, my bad. Uh, uh, but what I'm saying, okay, that camera has to move up to get him, right? You can see it. Yeah, he just has to move the mic. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Or just move the camera to the side a little bit. Yeah, there you go. All right. There he is. There I'll do the knocker where I know I'm not on camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. That's probably going to be better. There you go. You look good. <laughs> I know. All right. The first, so 10, the minute, first 10 minutes. First 10 minutes hey, of sports. There he yeah. is. All there right. Hey, well, you know, what, what are you going to do? Right? Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Well, we can't get phones to work today. Oh, shit, that sucks. Yeah. For real? Yeah. For real. We had ODOT well, calling in at 7, so hopefully we can get this figured out if uh, Johnny Ice I just need a password, back. but it's not working. Yeah. I saw, by the way, I saw the video for the uh, SportsCast golf tournament. How yeah. was that, man? How'd you like it? We were just, we were just getting into that. Um, Friday, 3 o'clock, 24 hours before the tournament, inch and three quarters of rain on the golf course in an hour. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Flooded out. Hail on the putting greens. <laughs> it was insane. Uh, but... Got smiled on us, mm-hmm. went off without a hitch. Um, thanks to Fireman's Brew, everybody got free beer for the whole dawn day. They didn't even have a, a, a cart girl for us 
uh, on Saturday, which was kind of sucked. But hey, thanks to Fireman's Brew, we had that right there. See, we had plenty of beer for everybody. Everybody had a great time. Um, the winners came in at minus nine. Uh, it was uh, Chuck Tipton, Matt Pacheco, Joe Pacheco, and Mark Pacheco. I think. Yeah, after, man, the family. Yeah, the family the come to, Yeah, coming in at the win. Right. After a while, I kind of lost track. I, I just I discovered that <laughs> the, the worst thing to do while playing golf is have me keep score because I'll just hit it and then I'll forget. I'm like, wait, what did we just get home right, like, two holes there, ago? You're chasing deer, not yeah, keeping score, uh, man. Whatever. But uh, it was a great day. Everybody had a good time. We had lots of prizes. Thanks to, uh, again, Fireman's Brew. Thanks to Juicy Whip. Thanks to uh, Casa Del Rey, Dyson-Motors.com, uh, Al Delino's Restaurant, Dan Monday PGA for some uh, nice golf lessons. Um, it just went really well. It was a good time, man. It's too bad you weren't there. Yeah, yeah, dude, I I had graduation on Monday and Tuesday. I saw that. It was awesome. I saw tip of the glass to Cameron right here yeah. for graduating from ASU. I yeah, saw him uh, cool. with Congrats. his diploma. Fantastic, yeah, it was man. fun. It was uh the first one sucked cuz our commencement speaker spoke for like 30 to 45 minutes just on a liberal oh, like, Lord. rant, right? So typical college professor rant, but then the second one was really 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 good and uh it was cool, man. You know, just doing all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And what was your major? What'd you get your? So I in? got mine in sports uh, journalism. Fucking yeah! <laughs> Here you are in sports show. Yep. And doing uh, angels and all that. You're all over the place, man. Yeah, I am. So it'll be good. So now, cool. now I got to get my big boy job, which is absolutely terrifying. <laughs> you know, man, I would not want to be your age. You know, other for, other than the all the body parts work. Um, <laughs> trying to find. You know, trying Uh-oh. to find work and, 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 you know, doing everything that it's going to take to get your career off the ground, you know, it is it is terrifying. It is. You never know what's going to happen or, you know, who's going to pick you up or yep. deal with you. But uh, good luck to you. You know, anything we can do for you, you know, we're here in your corner. Just so. keep pushing, I man. I tried to, you know, break into radio at KLOS for a while, and I was always like, man, you guys hiring, you guys hiring. Even talk to the, you know, radio director over there, program director. Nothing, dude. So, but just don't give up. You know, that's where I'm at. I'm like, fucking ready to give up but you can you have to persevere and you have to keep mm-hmm. you know keep pushing keep applying for jobs and all that stuff you know yeah yeah so you know yeah don't be discouraged something good's gonna happen real talk real talk first 10 minutes right here man right i know, I mean, you know woo, that's I as know. serious as it gets but uh, right we're talking about it. never mind um <laughs> but anyway uh so yeah it was a, a great weekend at the golf tournament um it keeps us on the air for another year pays our bills pays everything so it keeps our beautiful faces on screen the rest of the year. So, you know, we're very lucky. We're very blessed. Man, the know. drone the drone was pretty sweet. That's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, yeah so you guys should do it. Like, Josh had that all, all hooked up. You got to get the flyovers with right? that, Right? That was really neat. He really did a good job with it. Um, special thanks to uh, Taryn at Peppy Pants, to my wife, Wendy, um, my daughter, Mary. They all did a good job. Um, Sissy, uh, yep. English Linder out there taking pictures. Yeah. Uh, Daniel. We a lot of volunteer help, and you cannot do it without those people. So, uh, Big Sports Cast, thank you to all of them. Um, I know what you did this weekend. What did you do this weekend, Cam? Alcohol. Nice! Lots of it. That a was, boy, I show was, prep! I was gone for... <laughs> I was literally gone for, like, since last Tuesday, because I went to go visit my friends before graduation, so right. I've been out there for a week, and... God, I was pissed drunk like 90% of the time. Dude, Cinco de Mayo, I literally like just blacked. Just straight black. <laughs> that a boy. And then uh, I think it was Tuesday. Like, 
I, I was, I'm concerned for my well-being. My liver has to look like a just a, <laughs> a little plum. Yeah. Grazing. Yeah, dude. <laughs> well, good. That's what college people do. Alcohol <laughs> fuels my power cells. <laughs> oh, boy. So you must be all charged up there, yeah. right? So anyway, we will bring you uh, uh, what we can uh, as best we can. Yeah. Right? Yep. I mean, and, we got uh, the audio working. The only thing we can get, I don't know for what reason, it's beyond me, is the telephones. So, uh, well, we'll do what we can do. Uh, O-Dog, I know you're going to call in at 7 and, and – uh, you know, be my uh, partner in crime for this. So hopefully we can get something uh, working by seven o'clock. But uh, if not, I doubt it. Well, jeez, <laughs> just, just coming in, just coming in all hot, right? Just, just Debbie freaking nope, downer, bro. Hey, I, I tried. <laughs> I tried calling and texting people before the show to get it. Right, no response. Oh well. And Josh did call me back, but you know, all the passwords that I do have, they're not working. So mm. I don't even know if this username is correct. That's hmm. up here. I didn't do anything different from last week. All I did was turn the computer on, and now all of a sudden I have to type in a password for Skype. Sure, that's what they all say. It's not my fault, man. <laughs> I just turned it on. Well, I don't know. Just because it makes you doesn't mean I did it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, if it, was, if it was missing, it would be your fault. Yeah, if it was stolen. <laughs> if it was stolen. Then we know you did it. <laughs> hey, well, um, uh, Hats off to Kevin uh, from Houston, Mr. Awesome. He flew in, stayed with me for the three days playing the golf tournament. The guy's got big ass balls. Yeah. Stars here. at night are this. big and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas. My God, he hates that. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to play for play him that live, but uh, I didn't. I didn't have a chance to put all the sound effects on my phone and be right. like, hey, "Look what I got for you." <laughs> but that was real nice. He played on my team, and uh, listener Dan, who's been on the show a couple times, played on my team. They are not golfers. They do not golf, but. First hole, he sinks a 12-footer for birdie. Down on the next hole, sings a 12, sinks a 12-footer for birdie. So uh, it was a lot of fun um, um, doing that, and they were real happy to contribute and, and what have you. Um, he was very generous. He um, brought Josh and I a gift, which I would have given to him had he been here. But right behind that computer is a little brown bag there. Oh, do you want me to grab it? Yeah, that's that's if you can, if you can get there without knocking a bunch of shit over. <laughs> <laughs> Just knocks everything No, that's over. for you. Jesus Christ. God, he says, don't knock anything over. Right? No, I'm going to throw it to him. Why don't you overhand throw it? I'm going to throw, throw a bag that I don't even know what's inside right. of it. Right, for all you know, it's a Shit. crystal. And you just Wait, this is for me? Yeah, it's for you from uh, Mr. Awesome. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Hopefully did, you broke it for yourself. Right? <laughs> he did say that he had something for me. Shot glass. That's right. He did say he had a shot glass. <laughs> it was awesome. a shot glass, too. Yeah. Can you imagine right. if it just cracks? <laughs> Just throws it on. The yeah, this is awesome. Jesus. Thank you, Mr. Awesome. This is great, Kevin. Good gift. Well, yeah, he uh, was in uh, um, the Big Easy, and uh, he, he dropped in and uh, bought us some shot glasses and stuff. So thank you very much to Kevin. I'll put this to use tonight. The back and forth today on Twitter was fantastic. I was laughing so damn hard. <laughs> I'm literally sitting there when everybody's like, oh, my God, how's this going to go? And everybody's right? tweeting <laughs> gifts and stuff. And Now, what does gifts stand for? I, I, feel, I feel so I old. I have no idea. No I, I, I'm 22, and I have no idea. Uh, did you see my tweet I did? Yeah, I couldn't respond to you. That's the problem. I would have responded to you if I would have knew. I have no idea. I know it's just not pronounced GIF because it's that's GIF. Pe- it's peanut butter. It, right, exactly. Yeah, that's peanut butter. So... <laughs> That's well. Like I said, is either going to be the greatest show in the history of entertainment, or just That's true. one just shit show train shit wreck? Show, train so, wreck. So you know, I like I like the spectrum of that. That's right? almost like the sports cast, <laughs> like golf tournament spectrum. 
Pretty much. Pretty much. We're either going to be the cowboy or we're going to be Mark Long. Right? Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's you know? No, no in between. Uh, Mark came out with his group. I mean, you know, we're just real thankful. Frank Kramer came out. And that, was, that was really cool. Uh, he made some comments on the Heidi and Frank show on Monday morning uh, uh, about my, my daughter, Mary. I guess he apparently had never met my daughter before. And I couldn't believe that that was my daughter. <laughs> like, so I think how'd a, you produce that? So I think there's a reason he's never met your daughter. <laughs> a very good the, reason. There you go. <laughs> I listen to him in the morning. I'm like Jesus. Sometimes the stuff that he just oh my right. God, he's so funny. Right. And Frank, I'll have you know, I had at least five good sperm in me. Okay, not just one. <laughs> just for the record, I want it clearly stated. I had more than one. All right. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait. One uh. for each kid. Oh, no. Stop. Ah, there we go, baby. Stop. I'm a very visual person. That's not good. Oh, God. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> well, anyway, thanks for the turnout. Thanks for everybody that came out and supported us, and thanks to Woody Narrow's golf course. Um, now, let's – there's not a whole lot going on uh, in the NFL, but there is some news. So, um, so you want the NFL? Yeah, let's just touch on that just for a little bit. Um, we're not going to talk about Tom Brady. I refuse to talk about Tom Brady. I refuse to talk mm. about the suspension. I refuse to talk about the NFL. In that context, I'm not going to talk about Johnny Manziel. Will you, will you go into Tom Brady's comments on Clay Matthews? Because I have a little bit to say about that. Well, go ahead, Cam. What do you have to say? I mean, about Tom. The, First of all, let me know what the comments were because I have so no Clay idea what Matthews, you're commenting about. Clo, Clay Matthews was suspended, I believe, six games it was for PED use. Okay. And Tom Brady went to go say that he was a disgrace to football. Whoa! And went on to go say that. And I saw that. And the ultimate pot calling the kettle black pretty, statement. Pretty much. I you are so. on a team that has been in two controversies <laughs> in your last two Super Bowls, and you're calling someone a despicable cheater. Plus, if we want to get into Tom Brady's personal history, this is also the same guy that left his pregnant girlfriend to marry Giselle Bunchen. Whoa! So and this guy's got comments on, on that's what other I'm saying. people's integrity? Yeah. So I'm really? Like, I'm a, at the same time, man, I'm a Michigan fan, but Tom Brady's a scumbag. Well, okay. You heard it here first. Tom Brady is a scumbag. Well, I mean, it's just everybody does stupid stuff. I think the PED thing is, is you know, it's retarded, but you're trying to gain an advantage. But, I mean, I don't think in any way it makes Clay Matthews a disgrace to football. He's just trying to get an edge on the competition. Well, it's, 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 it's a little harsh, you know, especially coming from that organization, which was in, you know, um, spying on other teams, which – they did, you know, trying to gain an advantage. They'll do whatever they need to do to gain an advantage. Um, still don't know about the football. I mean, you know, that's there's yeah. something there. And, you know, for you to be involved in that and then call somebody else a disgrace, why don't you just shut up and play ball? You know, you don't need to be commenting on these kind of things. I kind of like it the way Gronkowski's put it. I mean, he was on Center today, and he was just like, the whole suspension thing's stupid. He just doesn't want to talk about it. He wants to get on and play football and, like, I can respect that. You just want to go out, play your game, do whatever. Don't make comments about other teams and everything. There's a reason why everybody hates the Patriots, mm -hmm. and it's like the Tom Brady thing adds to reasons sure. more why people hate the Patriots. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, wow, that was a little rough right there. Um, you know, the, the, the space is a little harsh. But anyway, you know, they, they're going to get caught. What I don't understand is the, is the players that do this, and you just, you just know you're going to get caught. At some point, somewhere, sometime. 
you know, you're going to fail that test. And then you're going to come up with the apologies that I didn't know I was taking it or I took it unknowingly or I'm sorry to let my team down and my family down ad nauseum. Uh, you know, so it, it is what it is, and that's the way sports are, you know, right now. So, you know, just going to have to move on. I think it's the 15 minutes of fame thing. I, I think everybody wants to be great. I mean, I don't know if necessarily Clay Matthews comes from a great athletic family. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we can't say to, for us to say the pressure that's on him to perform and succeed and he's the leader of that Packers defense. So, I mean, I understand the reasons for it. I don't agree with it. I mean, he is a PED user. I think, you know, for the most part, those guys should be suspended. They, you can't do that. So, I, well, but, I think a lot of it, I think a lot of it, especially in, in his case, you know, being however many years he's into the league now, you start to wear down. And, and I would believe that he didn't use them until last year. Right I mean, or the or the year before, and let, let me let me finish my point is, is I think a lot of players take these when the body starts to break down and you get injuries, and they take them not to enhance their performance per se, but to recover from injuries so they can get out on the field and and play the game. I mean, to me, that's what these things do. They reco- they help you recover faster. Uh, Clemens, you know, you can't tell me he's not taking these so his arm recovers faster and, and his body recovers faster it doesn't help him throw the ball harder it just keeps him from getting hurt and wearing down and i think that's that's kind of where you get to a certain point in your career where you're not taking them to to because you want to bulk up or be faster bigger stronger than the next guy you just want to get on the field and this is the best way for you you know the, well peyton manning they accused him of taking him right why because his shoulder wore out you know that kind of thing so it's it's really a, a gray area really a tricky fine line to to, to be walking um in that area of the NFL right now. I mean, I think to your point of the recovery thing, I, I think that's the reason Barry Bonds took him. I mean, to be honest, Barry Bonds, you, you need to play every day. You, you got to hit all those home runs. And it's just probably the same thing with A-Rod. So that is a legitimate point of that. These guys need so much pressure of just keeping up what they're doing, not necessarily increasing what they're doing, that there's so much outside pressure for them to perform. And with all these contracts that, you know, maybe sometimes you just say, screw it, I'll take the consequences, but I'm going to hit, I'm, you know, if I'm well, a linebacker. Look at, look at Ryan Braun. He got yeah. paid all that money, and he doesn't even play anymore. He took him, had two good years, got the money, and, you know, he doesn't even play anymore. Yeah, I mean. Um, so, yeah, the pressure and, and, and all that. So, you know, we'll we'll see how this all how this all plays out, but I still think he's a fine football player, and, uh, you know, like you said, he comes from a very pedigree family. So we'll see how that plays Pro- out. Proto on Twitter said that Clay Thompson is a big old biatch. <laughs> Clay Thompson? Yeah. Clay Matthews? Clay oh, Clay Matthews. Matthews sorry. <laughs> I thought you guys were talking about Clay Thompson. Thompson. Thompson plays for the Warriors. I know, no. I'm, I'm sorry. Clay no, Matthews. he's just thinking of Trace Thompson because yeah, he hit was. his first walk-off <laughs> with the Dodgers. He did. He did. But I, but I meant Clay Matthews. That's what I was well, saying. Thank about. you for that, Renee. You're welcome. I knew it was Clay something. I mean, I don't... Maybe I should just shut up over here if I can run the board. Right? You just fixed the damn phone. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> I, mean, I can't I, do it. it you, it's hard to call someone not a scumbag for taking PEDs because... I mean, right. you're you're trying to you're you're cheating. You're it's not something it's something that's banned. But a disgrace to football coming from a guy who has a lot of cheating allegations against right. him. That's yeah. a little yeah. bit. He's no angel, so you know glass yeah. houses. I'm a firm believer in glass houses. Um, well, let's turn to um, the number two pick in the draft, who I still think, and we're going to see if this plays out. I still think the Rams should have taken uh, Carson Wentz instead of Jared Goff, but time will tell. But uh, he signed his, you know, he's a 
very rich North Dakotan now. Four years, $26.67 million. Um, that's the basic rookie contract now. That's, that's just a lot of money, man. You go from playing at, at, at North Dakota State to earning that kind of money, you know. That'll buy you the state. Pretty much. That's you a, you buy it around much more. You know, yeah. Mount Rushmore is now yours. <laughs> put your damn face on it now, right? <laughs> He'll be the, oh, my God. <laughs> Four presidents and Carson Wentz. Yep. He'll be the that fifth That would be head. awesome. But the Eagles are sitting real nice right now. They signed all of their picks. They have a very calm camp, which is something they haven't had since they signed Chip Kelly to, to a coaching contract. Um, it's been a hellhole for all three years building to uh, what's there now. It's very calm. They're doing what they're doing. Um, what's his name as return to camp? Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford's returned to camp. That guy's a clown. Um, you know, he shopped himself around. Uh, they thought they might have had to deal with a couple other teams. No takers. They didn't like the price. So, um, you know, Sam, what else are you going to do, man? You don't it's, go back, you don't get paid. It's right? funny that he talks about loyalty when he's been hurt consistently every right? year. If there was a team that was loyal to him, the Rams bought into his hype, and they picked him number one. They had the confidence to keep bringing him back. At a certain point, it just doesn't work. That's how sports work. You either succeed or you don't. But I like Carson Wentz. I like Jared Goff. I mean, you and I obviously disagree about one, two. But Mm -hmm. in any ways, I think Philadelphia and the Rams both have a legitimate starter. I mean, they they have an upgrade of what they have anyways. And Philly just needs a ton more pieces. Chip Kelly wrecked that team. Sure did. But to have all eight of your picks signed, that's that's a real good thing. That's an accomplishment. Um, we mentioned Gronkowski. He now is going to be on the cover of Madden 17. The first Patriot on the cover. And talk about the uh, the double the double whammy. He's also on the cover of GQ with some other beautiful go. woman. He got the news on, top of his on the same day. So on top of his shoulder? Yeah. That's not a bad gig. No, man. That's not a bad gig at all. No. Get drunk, <laughs> that guy, I, if if I could trade places with anybody, with any athlete, <laughs> that's him. I want to be Gronkowski. He's ripped. He does GQ. He's got Madden. Everybody loves him. Even, I'm a, I'm a Broncos fan, and I love the guy. Like, I wish he was on my team, but. Right. He's I mean, living it right, man. Things yeah, are going really well for him, you know, and he's still having fun doing it. But, you know, as long as you're not a complete idiot, Johnny, and you produce on the field, Johnny, you can get away with doing all kinds of things. But uh, he never really steps over the line. You know, he has a lot of fun. Boys will be boys. But he never really steps over the line. He's never been accused of anything but having fun. He's the Greg Popovich, Bill Belichick uh, way. He kind of does his own thing, has his own personality, but Mm -hmm. he's very controlled in what he does. Gronkowski has... He's very methodical, I think, about what he does, and he doesn't put him try to put himself in bad situations. And mm-hmm. even the Gronk crews, I mean, that was ridiculous. But there could have been <laughs> the hook, there could have been some stories about him, you know, <laughs> right? Banging chicks on there or doing something. Fifteen in one night or something. <laughs> nothing. Nothing came out of it. No, so, no. You know, so uh, hats to him. Um, Seattle wide receiver Ricardo Lockett, who, who man, he took that hit uh, in that game uh, from Heath uh, in Dallas last November. Uh, we were all scared, basically, for his life, let alone his football career. Um, he has decided to retire. Um, you know, I guess walking, talking, and uh, not eating out of a straw the rest of your life is a little more important than yeah. than catching footballs. I would imagine the Seattle organization is going to take care of him. They seem like a class a class organization. I'm sure they will take care of him and him and his family. But I mean, he's still got all his facilities. He'll be able to make a living doing something else. But uh, 
you know, it's sad. You know, that's a position that I played, and you always worried about being that in that awkward position, although it was on a kickoff return. I believe that he did get injured. So um, sad to see him go. Um, Greg Hardy is now a free agent. He has sent his documented whatever of, of the therapy sessions. He's been to 24 psychiatric therapy sessions. He's uh, doing this, and he sent this papers out to his agent to all – of the teams in the NFL, but right now he still has no takers. So, you know, not sure how that's going to play out. He, um, he could have 2,400 psychiatric uh, therapy sessions. That guy's crazy. <laughs> I would never take a chance on him. Well, okay. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad that the NFL is actually doing something right for a chance. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's going to be horrible to say this, but Ray Rice deserves to be back in the league and Greg Hardy deserves to be out. Greg okay. Hardy has consistently proven that he's a jackass mm-hmm. and that he'll just do whatever he wants. He has no respect for anybody. I think Ray Rice, the tape came out. You know, it's a terrible thing to hit a woman. You should never hit a woman. But at the same time, it's a, it was a mistake. He's done counseling. Ray right. Rice has he's, tried to get his life back on track. He's told the line and then everything that he's supposed to do. He was contrite. He did apologize. And, you know. I agree. I think he should be back in the league, and I'm surprised somebody has not given him in a league where there's a whole bunch of everyone makes mistakes. Bizarre people. You would think that you know someone trying to toe the line would get another chance, but they're not. Um, On on a smaller note, a little segue here. A little smaller note. um, Pop Warner Football has decided to eliminate kickoffs in their smaller divisions. You know, I don't know if it's you could call it overreaction. I'm not sure what the statistics are on five to seven year olds, seven to nine year olds, and there were the ten year olds getting hurt on kickoffs because they have decided to place the ball on the 35 yard line after uh, to start each half and after each score. So, you know, I'm not sure what that's going to prevent because it's you know at that level it's probably not as violent co- collisions. You know, the mere fact that they could hit anybody while well, 22 people are running around is probably a little rough when you're five to seven but um they've decided to do that so we'll see what happens but uh do you see where a day where the nfl just decides you know look these guys are just kicking it out of the effing end zone anyway and the few chances we do have for a run back that you know people are getting hurt do you really think there could be a day where they just decide to eliminate it so i think this is the beginning of what football football fanatics think is the end almost in that you eliminate one by one. It's a step-by-step process mm-hmm. where it goes from eliminating kickoffs and Pop Warner to phasing out Pop Warner maybe or even doing that at mm-hmm. a certain age and then going onto the NFL level, you know, eliminating kickoffs. And it's just they're more worried about for what you're saying is, is for the hitting power. What they're more worried about is they talk about that linemen have more concussions because of the repeated blows to the head mm-hmm. rather than the one big one. Right. So you think more of a, I would say, hmm, Wes Welker where he had very many hits on his head and multiple concussions throughout the game. They're worried about that. That is the CTE that they see, and that's where the Jim McMahon can't remember what he's doing, doesn't even know if he got up or not. Like That, that is a legitimate problem. But um, Do you think it's even necessary to play football before, let's say, high school, to play tackle football? I don't know if I'm going to go that far because I don't. Well, I'm just saying, if you're an athlete, you were an athlete. You you, you played soccer. You did things. Yeah. Um, I, 
I played football. I didn't play tackle football until I was in high school. I don't think it made any difference on how good I was or how bad I was. I played flag football when I was in middle school, and I did that along with basketball. I mean, I pretty much almost did every sport. So I don't want to say eliminate a sport because, you know, the kids love to go out there and do it. It's Mm kind of sad if you're taking something away from some of these kids. But they could be playing flag football as opposed to tackle football is is my point here. I probably agree with that then. Um it's just hard because where do you draw the line at that point? Then you're starting to get into that gray area mm-hmm. of where, okay, well, are we going to eliminate kickoffs now at the high school level? And then you mm-hmm. start getting, can you not play football until a certain age? But I know a lot of football players have been saying that they don't want their kids playing football. And right. The new trend now is like Lockett and Borland. And they're going to retire early. They want to have their health. J.J. Watts even said it. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things that's uh, – do, do you blame them? No, because if you're fortunate enough to make that money and you're smart enough and you're a businessman, you can reinvest that money and you're set for life and mm-hmm. you've done everything you've wanted. You've played the game that you loved, but you're you don't want to you don't want to be a vegetable for the rest of your absolutely, life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's just so much more information to where, you know, back in the in the dark ages of football, sixties and seventies and what have you, they didn't project out that, you know, hey, if you keep going like this, this is what you're gonna be in fifteen years. You're not gonna be able to Remember, you know, nobody told uh, um, Earl Campbell that, you know, hey, man, you, you keep doing this. You're not even going to be able to walk at the age of 50. You know, they don't tell them that, but they do tell them that now. Like, you're on a, you're on a, you know, you're on a plane that's going to put you here if you continue to play. The chances are this is where you're going to end up. So I think it's much more information, smarter players making smarter decisions. And you can make enough money to retire if you play good for five, four, five, six years uh, in the NFL. You play 10 years in the NFL and you don't have enough money to retire, then you're just stupid. That's why they like these kids going to college now is just to get an education. And I I personally believe that you should be able to take a business management course or something of that nature with your finances to go prepare into the league. Or maybe that's a rookie seminar thing mm-hmm. of like, listen, you guys only have a limited amount. Because what's the NFL career span? Maybe two or three years yeah, is an average. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, well, I know they have those seminars, but you get a lot of guys that they're ten feet tall and bulletproof. Yeah, you know. So, um, anyway, um, that's some good NFL talk right there. Uh, we're gonna go to break. Um, on the other side, uh, we'll get into some uh, hockey, NHL playoffs. We got a game seven going on Ooh. right now. But like Snoop Dogg says, screw game seven. Sportscast is on. So, <laughs> right? you know what yeah. Snoop says. Snoop Dogg, we Dogg must he do. Wants. He knows best. So, you know. Y'all want to put the game on silent and watch sportscasts on the split like, screen. You know, all Listen this. to the spizzle skizzle, you hizzle. That's what I'm talking. The sportscast <laughs> nizzle is on. Twizzles the gnats before Chris mizzles. <laughs> what's right, what's dog's favorite weather? Drizzle. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go to break right now. On the other side, we'll get into a little NHL action. Uh, we do have someone who, based on the Capitals, lost the side of it. Fuck it. I'm going to drink on camera. So we got a little audio of that and uh, much, much more on the other side. We'll be back right after the break.
Still no phones. But still no phones, just because our producer can't figure it out. <laughs> you know? What's he producing, then? You feed him, you give well, him alcohol, you hey. know, whatever else he wants, and he can't get hey, the damn hey, phones hey. to work. You got one job. Actually, I have more than one job. I know you do. <laughs> we are lost without you, so thank you for what you're doing, Renee. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I don't know. The either. Skype's looking for some password that we've never had to put in before. Well, actually, I have um, it written down here, like I said in the first half, but it's not working, so I don't know. We'll figure it out by next week. Well, let's hope so. So, um, sorry about that, O-Dog. Uh, you know, we'll have to get together um, next week. But actually, he's coming in studio when? On, the, on the 24th. Oh. Okay, so that's not next week, but it's the week after. Yeah, yeah, he's coming okay. out to... Oh, uh, God, I hope, I hope I don't have jury duty that day. Jesus. Well, I'm not sure if it's exactly the 24th, Okay, but it's that week. He's coming out that week. Because right, so we have the a 20... guest next week, so... Uh, the 24th. Okay, yeah, that's the week after. All right. right. Yep. He's okay. coming out to uh, check out a game at Dodger Stadium. He's from New Jersey. Uh, he does uh, in the game. I was actually on their show on Tuesday since we didn't have a show. Was, uh, you, you called know, in? Yeah, I called into their show. I hadn't been on there in a long time. It's a lot of fun to talk to talk with them guys. Uh, you know, they have a lot of fun like we do. And he was going to kind of co-host from New Jersey on the phones. But we yes, we're not. We have not. <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> Mr. Phone not work. <laughs> <laughs> Our phones no work. Moscow Bell. Phone no was, it, work. was that lady on uh, Family Guy? No. Esperanza. Es no. No. Mr. Superman is not here. Es no. The phone working, Renee? It's no phone, no. It's no phone. Esperanza. No. Esperanza, no phone. I use a lemon bleach. <laughs> wow. Okay, that was weird. All right, well, let's get into some uh, NHL playoffs. Uh, drop a little something in the background for me, if you will. No. Um... <laughs> Colonel, if you're not still drinking, I'm not sure why. God. Once again, God help that man. The Washington Capitals have, have, you know, just the curse of the President's Trophy. It's, I don't know why anybody wants to win the President's Trophy because it just guarantees that you will not win the Stanley Cup. Um, 
they want to keep losing forever, they'll just hire Boudreaux back. Get him back. <laughs> you'll be guaranteed. You'll get to Game 7 every year, but you're going to lose. Well, I believe he went to um, Minnesota. Oh, so they're going to – Oh, so they're – they they like the uh, losing game seven strategy. Absolutely, that's the, that's what they bought in. Go up three two, lose game six on the road, seven at home. It's a <laughs> great formula, works well. Um, unbelievable playoffs. There there it's just there is just nothing, nothing better. I'm sorry, there is just nothing better. March Madness because it's one and done. You know, I'll, I'll put it right right next to it. But the NHL playoffs for pure excitement from. From start to finish, this is why soccer will never sell in the United States. You just can't get that kind of end-to-end, non-stop action that you do in the NHL playoffs. And then that seven-game series, you know, especially when it's a rivalry series, man. It's just it's just freaking intense out the gate, man. And, and the the oh. Tampa Bay did a number on your, your upset first-round uh, New York Islanders. Uh, Tampa Bay... Pretty much imposed their will. Bigger, stronger, more experienced team. Tampa, uh, uh, the Islanders will be back. JT is just—he put on a show for America, as far as uh, for the Islanders. John Tavares for the Islanders, but they, um, they got a lot of good pieces. My actually, one of my buddies was telling me he's from—he's from Long Island. So he used to go to a lot of Islanders games, but he was telling me he's like, man, Johnny T's got to leave. And I was like, how do you leave that team right now when they finally have started getting mm-hmm. things going? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's real tough. Now, um, when you talk to this guy again, and maybe you've asked him this, now that they play in Brooklyn, I mean, do people make the trek from the island to, to Brooklyn um, to watch? He said that there's good fan support. The Islanders fans are very faithful, mm-hmm. but they're don't get it twisted. They're pissed off. They're I'm pissed sure they off are. that they left. They, they shouldn't have left the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's kind of sad because, you know, it adds to, like, for me, it's a good comparison between you had the Islanders fans and then you had the Rangers fans in right. the city, and you right. have the OC fans for the Ducks, and you have the LA fans for the Kings. Right. The, the, the lines are drawn. Drawn. The, the demographics There's, is right there. It yeah. is palatable. Mm-hmm. But it's just uh, it, it's just a shame. But the Islanders have good fan support, man. I mean, I would want to support that team now that they're they're finally getting Young their stuff fast. together. They look good. Um, but Tampa Bay's just been sitting. They won that series four to one. Um, just some beautiful goals. They really do score some of the prettiest goals uh, in the NHL. Um, you had the Washington Capitals once again. Ovechkin, uh, you know, somebody sent out a. Is it a meme? Is that what you call it? A meme? Memes? A meme? Right? A meme? Yeah. Uh, of Ovechkin <laughs> holding up a set of golf clubs over his oh, head like no. the Stanley Cup. I was just cold. But uh, Dr. Rob, I bow to you. And your hockey knowledge. I picked against the Penguins in the first round, and they win. I picked against them in the second round, and they win. <laughs> but guess what? I'm picking against them in the third round, too. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay over Pittsburgh in this series. Now, I'm very impressed with Pittsburgh, and if they win, I won't be surprised. But I'm just doing this out of spite. But um, the Penguins, man, they come at you in waves. They've got speed. Haglin, Malkin. Crosby, just they're just a really good team, and they found lightning in a bottle uh, in Murray in the pipes. Yeah, I mean they've the the thing that was impressed me the most was NHL tonight showed a graphic, and I think they have about six different guys with eight or more points in this mm-hmm. playoffs, which mm-hmm. is just shows how balanced and well depth they are. Also, a shout out to listener Daniel, who said that because of 
the non-curse of Mark Andre Furry in the pipes that the Penguins would go pretty far this year. <laughs> and you got to give them cr- props for that. But the most important person on that team and the best player in the playoffs that they had is not Crosby, it's not Malkin, it's Kessel. Kessel's he been the difference. Absolutely. He's had, what, 13 points, I believe, in yeah. his playoffs? He's yeah. been unbelievable. Now, is this the same Kessel that played in Toronto? Is Phil the Kessel, same? yeah. Right? Now, did he not go to Anaheim for a minute? Or no, 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 no. So they traded him from Toronto. Uh, it was in a package. I forget what uh, the exact trade but was. But I have the right guy. He, he yes. did play in Toronto and labored you were there thinking for of, years. Yeah, right? yeah. I think the trade that you're thinking of, even though you're not saying it, is probably the Kessler trade where they had Vancouver from Anaheim, and that was for Kessler. Okay, okay, okay. okay. But Kessel has been fantastic. If we're going to talk about a great line, Kucherov and I think it's Johnson have had have been absolutely fantastic in this in this. And Latang is Latang. Yeah, you know. So I mean, basically the same team that that Bilesma had for for those years, and he had a lot of success. Um, I like their coach. I do like Young. Just but he's no nonsense. Well, they just bought in absolutely no nonsense. Um, you know, again, you hire a coach with no. NHL coaching pedigree, but everywhere he's gone and everybody he's coached with as an assistant has been quite successful. And you just watch him behind the bench, and he's just got a steel will that I think that team has been missing in the playoffs in the past. And I think right now their their belief and confidence in themselves comes directly from the coach. Honestly, I hope that if the hockey gods rain down upon us, I would love to see a Blues Penn's Stanley Cup final. I personally think those are the two best teams that have been playing so far in the playoffs, but just interesting to talk about you're going into their coaching philosophy. He's gotten all the stars to buy in, Mm -hmm. and that's the hardest part of a very talented team. You have Kessel, you have Haglin, you have Malkin, you have Crosby, you have Hornquist, you have guys who are very talented individually. You have Mm -hmm. Latang and have been there and have done that, but to get them all to play together and to play this well is something special to be said just like steve kerr in golden state Mm -hmm. you had a bunch of talented guys now you put now you put them all together Mm -hmm. and you have them playing at an unstoppable level and it's it's uncanny what i I see out of the penguins this year that that i haven't seen uh, in the you know last couple years or or in some of their playoff failures is they used to be if you if you talked about the pittsburgh penguins it was it was flash it was stars it was goals right not defense they're a gritty team. They they will fight you in the corners now. They're they will they, they will forecheck. You have forwards backchecking, which is just just an unsung thing that if you don't backcheck as forwards, your team's not going to win when it comes to playoff hockey. You must backcheck. You must play all 200 feet of that rink, and the and the the, the Penguins are putting on a great display of doing that. So um, yeah, I you know I'm just. I just like Tampa. I just like their size. I like their speed. But it will not surprise me if this thing goes seven games. It won't surprise me if uh, I'm backing that ass up, by the way. It will not surprise me if <laughs> Gotta back I'm backing that ass up, Gotta by the way. I don't have that sound. Oh, my God. That's Josh. Josh, <laughs> Josh controls Just play that. juvenile. Just play <laughs> back that ass up. <laughs> back that ass up. There we go. You do the sound effects. Yeah, right? you, you, you do it for me. But uh, it's going to be an epic. It's just going to be a great well, Eastern Conference final. And both teams um, you know, this is the first year where, you know, the last few years it's been obviously tilted to the West. Three Chicago Stanley Cups, two LA Stanley Cups, and you knew whoever came out of the West was going to win. 
that's not the case this year. The way the playoffs have rolled out, um, I'm going to give Pittsburgh and or Tampa Bay a, a, really? a, you know, a, a split chance with the Blues or the Sharks uh, or the Predators, you know, whoever comes out of this alive. Um, I'm very impressed with the way the Eastern Conference, those two teams have played. I think the Blues this season also. Oh, that's my team. That's yeah, my, man. That's my you know team. what? They look they look the part. They just look like they're the team. They remind me a lot of when the L.A. Kings won their Cups. Mm-hmm. They will hit the hell out of you. I think it was Ott on that last game um, before or it was before or after the disallowed goal mm-hmm. where Tarasenko was offsides, right. which was just unbelievable. I thought right there then the, the Stars would get back into the mm-hmm. game. That kind of was a, a little bit of a momentum, but... Unbelievable. And they come the right back and put one in anyway. Who was that? I, I don't remember who beat him on the short corner. It was uh, Kari Lettinen. I, I, don't, I don't remember who beat I him on the... yesterday, Cam, but I do remember the game. Yeah. Um, but I, I agree with you. I think what's happening, um, what's happening in St. Louis, and, and I think what's happening, the same thing is happening um, in San Jose. You know, you, 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 you have some success. You have great regular seasons, but you just can't, you can't get over the hump. You know, you just can't get there. But you keep that nucleus together, which is what the Kings did. The Kings kept the nucleus together, and they add a little piece here, they add a little piece there, and they all matured basically at the same time. And and at some point, the Blues have decided we're just not going to let this happen anymore. We're not going to get down if we're down. You know, two games to one, we're not going to get down. If we have to go on the road for Game Seven, then we're not going to get down. If we lose Game Six at home, we're not going to fold. I think there's there's a, a, a toughness that comes with with adversity that comes with with losing that the Capitals haven't got yet. But I believe mm. <laughs> I'm sorry, Colonel. That sorry, but I Colonel. think St. Louis has evolved. Like you said, they're very similar to the the, the mentality that the Kings had. The, the the 60 minutes of hockey, you just don't quit. You just don't quit. When they've played in the series, when they have played at their own pace, and they played dumping and forechecking in, which, by the way, they lead the postseason in hits. When they played that pace, they really have not been scored on. The Stars had a lot of breakout, a lot of counter, basically, attacking from blue line to blue line passes that would spring those forwards out, and that's where they got all their goals from. But when the Blues have played their series and they've played five-on-five hockey, we're going to dump and we're going to chase, there hasn't been a team that's really even come close to them. They demolished, they demolished the Stars yesterday. And one of the things that I've, I've been a, a, a proponent of or, or I'm an opponent of it, but I, I preach it, right? You don't sign goaltenders to long-term contracts. You don't sign them to huge contracts because they are just like the closer in baseball. Two good years, and you know the next year he blows his arm, and you're sitting on that contract. The Dallas Stars spent over ten million dollars on Lightning, Anti Niemi. The Blues two goalies they're being paid less than five million total. Right? You don't have to hamstring string your team. There are a lot of good goalies out there. Put good players in front of a good goalie, and you'll be surprised that a good goalie becomes great. Right, you put the system in front of him. You put the players in front of him. You give him confidence, and and the the stars, they put a lot of money in, into those two guys, and they didn't perform. Yeah, well, I mean, it'll be interesting to see if one of uh, my also my other buddy who's the kind of the Islanders fan, but he's a 
diehard Blackhawks fan. Um, he was telling me that James Reimer would be an interesting target for them in free mm. agency. Okay. And he thinks if Reimer signs there, maybe that'll be the push over the edge. Mm-hmm. But Could be. I, you, you never know. You, you have to keep these teams and their nucleus in touch. But how bad... Sorry, Colonel. I'm going to go with the going to the Capitals again. How bad? <laughs> how bad do you feel for TJ Oshie being on those good, very good St. Louis Blues teams? Goes to the Capitals Presidents Cup and gets knocked out of the playoffs. And the Blues look like they're poised to maybe win it all this year. You know, I, I made a comment that you know, hey man, you might as well be a Browns fan if you're a Washington sports fan. You may as well be a Browns. <laughs> well, it's the, that's all right. You Cleveland just, fan, right? He just doesn't but. expect a ring because he's a Capitals fan. <laughs> But St. Louis is playing tough. Uh, uh, Reamer would be a, a, a good choice for Dallas to go after. But, again, they're sucked into those contracts now. They really can't make a move uh, uh, to do something else. Um, the other game going on right now. He is not, not going so well. Wow. Well, uh, apparently San Jose is not Anaheim. No. Right? They said choo-choo. They're coming for that ass. Uh, game uh. Set, yeah. And, again, we talked about the core. I mean, it seems like the core of the San Jose Sharks has been there for 25 years. It's the start of the doggone franchise, right? Uh, uh, Couture, uh, Thornton, um, Marlowe, uh, you know, Burns. It's the, sa- it's the Pavelski. same. It's exactly, Pavelski. It's the same core of players that, that you know, they, they progress and they progress and they progress. Some teams don't. It just gets old and it flattens out. But they are playing good hockey. The Sharks are playing really good hockey. They are committed, or maybe they weren't so much in the, in the, in the years past. But that is a darn good hockey team, and this series with the St. Louis Blues is going to be just one amazing, hard-fought physical series. It's going to be the difference is, I think, in that Western Conference Finals, if this holds up, is probably going to be Fabry, Brower, and Stasny, that third line, probably mm-hmm. against anything that San Jose is going to throw out in their third mm-hmm. line, because San... Stasny and Brower and Fabry have been absolutely fantastic mm-hmm. for the Blues, but it, absolutely, absolutely, you, it's so. those bottom lines, like you said, it's the pieces here, but they're the bottom line guys. You don't realize how important they are because they eat the minutes. Well, the third and fourth lines are the ones that win you the cups. Yeah. Everybody's got a good first and second line, especially when you get to the conference finals and the Stanley Cup finals. It's the team that has that third line, that fourth line that can get you a couple of goals here. They not only do they play, you know. The, Supposedly, fourth line is your checking line and what have you. But if they can do their job and put some pucks in the net, that's what tilts the balance. And the Kings had that. The Blackhawks had. Blackhawks had that. You know, and you're saying St. Louis is as built to where they have a lot of depth where they didn't have that before, and that's why they got bounced in the playoffs. Yeah, and they're eating those minutes so that the guys on the first and second line. I mean, when you have. Chicago, anytime they were boosted, when you can have a fresh Patty Kane and a fresh Jonathan Taze go out there and go do their thing, that's that's only a bonus. I mean, if you're getting... If I'm not mistaken, too, St. Louis seems to be able to score at the end of periods. Am yeah, I, am I mistaken in that? Because it no, just seems no. to me that in the last two minutes, they seem to be able to, to get a goal, which is just huge. Perfect example, I think, was the third goal in Game 1. I believe it was... I think it was Berglund who shot an absolute rocket over Lutnan's right shoulder that got him pulled. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, just stuff like that, just making the extra pass to put Berglund in that mm-hmm. position to have a nice wrister up top and yeah. score. But I think you're definitely right about that. It's the closing factor that they have mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
We had one sportscaster okay. in the nation's capital. Ooh, really? Right? Mm. On sportscastlife.com, right? Who decided he just couldn't take it anymore. He was Quince Palladores staring at Wendy Peppercorn all those years, and he just couldn't take it anymore. So he just decided, I might lose my job, but I'm just going to do what every Washington Capitol fan wants to do right now, and that's just get pissed drunk, Good even morning, everyone. I'm on the air. Central, always great to have you with us here at CSN. I'm Michael Jenkins. You guys hear about the Caps? No? <laughs> you like to drink? I like to drink. Jesus. I'm going to drink the whole show. Let's check out the uh, highlights from Pittsburgh. <laughs> so calm, too. <laughs> Got a message for all you kids out there. I know everyone says, oh, you can do whatever you want if you put your mind to it. <laughs> it's all one big lie. Guys <laughs> <laughs> were supposed to win it all this season. They put their mind to it. Look what happened. Crushing disappointment. So, give up on your dreams. <laughs> With each passing week, it seems like Stephen Curry continues to write the NBA record books. Then again, it must be easy when you've already won a championship, you know? The, the, the fact that they're saying chug, chug, chug in the background, that's, a, that's when you know you're at the right station. <laughs> Golden State Guard has now become the first unanimous MVP in the history of the NBA. <laughs> it fit right in at the sports cast, man. Too bad he's not sitting in that chair right there. I wish we could have a camera right with in. that guy. Well, speaking of shot of the week, we're going to have that on the other side of the break. We will talk about a little bit of NBA, which thank God Cam's here because he knows yeah. a whole lot more about the NBA. Yeah, Renee and I combined. Cam knows yeah. more about the NBA <laughs> than you and I combined. We still have some baseball talk to get to. Um, and uh, we will do that on the other side of the break. My song of the week, it's just a party song, man. I mean, you know, the band probably didn't you know, didn't make it big and what have you. I'm not going to call them a one-hit wonder. But if you like to drink and you like to party, this is the song for you. Come on, feel the noise. Quiet Riot.
gig with y'all people right there. It's the kind of music you get when the guru's not here. He don't know what music is. <laughs> he thinks that Ja Rule is, you know, rock and roll stuff. You know what I'm saying? But, whoa, uh, whoa, anyway. whoa. Did you see, jo- oh, hold on. Did you just yes. Ja Did you Go see to sportscastlife.com. <laughs> yes. Ja Rule, did you see it? Uh, you know, Slaps I read it, the yeah. hell out of a he's fan. Doing, he's doing a concert, <laughs> and somebody throws a beer, a beer can <laughs> up, a beer bottle or a beer can, right? Dude stops the show. Stops the show. Right? He's got his girls in his little, you know, the little panties and whatever, his little dancers. Everything just shuts down. Thousand bucks. Anybody who shows me who the son bitch was. Right? He waits. He looks. He looks. He waits out in the crowd. Bam! This bitch slaps this guy. I'll never forget when Axel Rose jumped into the crowd because someone threw a beer bottle at him. Did you ever see that footage? No. He, like, I believe it, it, though, he, like, man. Threw it back. He, like, took it and threw it back and then jumped in the crowd and, like, tried to kick this guy's ass. <laughs> I love it, man. That's awesome. That was having the, none of it, right? They're not, like, athletes where they can't do anything. Like, if they'll do it. Did you ever see the video of Kid Cudi literally just decking a person in the face? No. I don't even know who... Kid Cudi is. So Kid Cudi is a... Is he a boxer? Oh, he, he is a rapper. He speaks the rap. So Okay. And, uh, you so know, he someone... Talk, he talks behind music. If yeah. You know. yeah. So it's someone, it. like, kind of grabbed his mic and was kind of messing with him and uh, just full-on ran onto the stage and just went and, like, was approaching him. Kid Cudi just turns around and goes, bah! Clocks him it. right in the face. I love it. And just absolutely killed the person. That's fantastic. You kind of like up there. Kind of like the scene at TED where uh, Mark Wahlberg hits the guy with the mic stand. Hey. Just right in the face. Imagine how the Beatles felt. All right. They never right? punched anybody. Well, yeah, because everybody that, loved them. That we know of. Well, everybody was that on. We, allegedly. Right, right, right. right. But it made sense why people rushed the stage. They were all on drugs. That's true. They probably thought. No, was, at a concert? Well, I'm, they probably thought they were like wild mushrooms or something. I don't know. Maybe they were, to all, me. they were all big vegetables. I will were, say one thing. Yes. Changing the subject slightly. This is not a bad view where there Josh gets to sit. Yeah. I'm staring. That's because he gets staring to look at it. I'm staring at Sarah F. At our, at our Houston, Texas cheerleader calendar. And, and it, you know, it will stop your speech every once in a while when your eyes just kind of float over and lock on it. You, you'll just kind of forget for a few seconds. Just exactly. No wonder he's like just off in La La Land every once in a right? while. He's just like. <laughs> right? It's a little tough job here. Here's to you, Sarah. Get a little okay. chub under the table. <laughs> Thank you. A little choder. <laughs> All right, well, we're at my favorite portion, Shot of the Week. All right. Ayo. And Shit of the Week, you give a shot to anybody in life that you think deserves a shot, and uh, Shit of the Week to anybody that you think deserves a Shit of the Week. Um, I'll go with uh, Lister Dan um, chimes in. Uh, he's been on the show a couple of times. His Shot of the Week is for our group for putting up with two golfers who have never golfed before. Hey. Nice. And, um, you know, it's not our tournament's a little different. It is competitive. Yes. Everybody wants to win. Yes. But that's not the goal of our tournament. The goal of our tournament is for people to have a good time. And I hold it over there because you don't have to be a great golfer. You're not going to lose 15 golf balls and suffer ego bruises. It's there for us to have a good time. We're raising a little money to keep us on the, on the, on the air. And uh, that's that's what we like about our tournament. You know, you don't play golf all the time. Uh, you, you I, know, I need Jen, to play golf more. Jen doesn't play all the time. Uh, uh, Sherry's played before, obviously, yeah. but she doesn't play all the time. Right. So, you know, you don't need to feel intimidated. You know, everybody says, well, I don't play. I don't want to play. I don't want to go. You don't need to be intimidated, man. Everybody picks you up. It's got your back. It's a team game, but we're just there to have a good time. Our friends that we're 
going to have come out. Didn't want to come out because it was too cold. <laughs> and I have to work on Monday. Yeah, I don't want to hear about no I don't asthma. Get, I don't want to get bro, I'm susceptible sick. to I'm susceptible to that's, cold. That's Californians for you. Right? It's not between <laughs> 70 and 80. It's rain too cold. today. And it looks like it's going to rain because there's black clouds in the sky. I'm telling so you, we're here right here. Therefore, <laughs> even though we committed like... Two weeks ago, um, sorry, the day You've asked of we're, every we're not day. Yeah, below right. seven, yeah. below seventy in California, it's Antarctica. Uh, that's my shit of the week. People who don't show up when they commit to <laughs> when show, they say up. That they right. show up. Yeah. <laughs> For everybody in the history of life that's ever made a commitment <laughs> and, and hasn't <laughs> done it, you're a terrible <laughs> yeah, person. Right. <laughs> okay, let's who see. Do you we think got you one are? here. Um, says shit of the week. Goes to this week. Oh, laid off, lost a pet, fuck cancer, and more. Yeah, he's had a rough week. Wow. Damn. Uh, they, I think he uh, mentioned. Um, Jesus. Because uh, you had a bad day. Yeah. You sure. one down. I mean, it, it is rough out there. I'm not going to be a Debbie Downer, but apparently his company laid off like 340 people with pretty Jesus. much no notice. So, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to all of those people who got caught up uh, in, in whatever this is that you want to call it and hope that they can survive and, and find jobs. And what have you. And if we can make you laugh today, um, that's oh our job. my God. That's our job to lighten your day up just a little bit and make you forget about life for a while. Um, I'm, I'm on shit of the week, so I'm going to continue with shit of the week. Charles Barkley. What the hell was that all about? Mm. The inside the NBA? What, what, what are you, like a therapist now? What, you know, did you want to be like you, Ellen? Are you, are you, are uh, you Ellen? You know, are you freaking Oprah? You get a, you know, maybe not everybody loves Dwight Howard, but you get a guy to come on your show, and then you ask him questions that just are stupid. Oh well, can you, uh, you know, um, let me let me tell you, you know, um, let me, I want I want to know something, uh, you know, um, people don't like you, and and I want you to tell me why you think people don't like you, and I've said it before that you seem disinterested when you're out on the floor. So can you explain to me? Why people don't like you and why you seem, in, 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 you know, indifferent on the court? I'd have told him, you know what, Charles? <laughs> F you, bro. How many rings do you have? Show them to me. How many do you have? Seriously, show me, Charles, because you got as many as I do, okay? And I'll guarantee you as many people as you think like you, there's just as many that don't like you. So, you know, I don't need this. What are you doing? This is the, let's talk about basketball. Let's talk about the playoff series. Why are we grilling the guy? You know, is this a, is this a kumbaya time? Are you trying to make him feel better? Or you, I, I don't I don't understand. Did you see it? You know yeah, what I'm talking he went, about. So he went on. I believe I don't remember if it was the day after he went on like NBA TV, mm-hmm. and I saw it and I was watching it, and they were asking him questions about free agency and everything. And Dwight was being a kid. Dwight was being Dwight. You know, mm-hmm. I. I love the guy. I think he's hilarious. He's a fun-loving guy. He'd be a great guy to be around in the locker room. But that being said, he has a lot of things that have gone on with him that sure. haven't been too nice. But everybody knows it. So, but, yeah. So I why wonder- are you grilling him on a show that he's agreed to come on and you're just making the dude uncomfortable and everybody watching is uncomfortable? Everybody's already been through this. They ask him this 100 times every year. I Why think, aren't you winning? Why don't people like you? Why do you look like you're not? You don't care. I think the biggest thing, if you're going to ask him, I mean, if you're going to ask him those type of questions, you got to ask him the basketball questions. Like, how do you feel? Is it 
James Harden and you kind of seem a little disconnected. What's what's been your chemistry been like? Right. And you got to go that route. I don't necessarily think you grill him on his character because, like you said, he is a guest on your show. He could be like, "F you, I don't want to do this." Right. You know, and I'm uh, not sure about the coat. What do you think about the coat, man? Was the coat rocking? That kind of pale apple, you know, Fuji kind of apple. I don't red know coat? those guys, man. Those guys make so much money. Kinda like, funky. How, how am I supposed to give advice? I kind of dug it. They I can thought, do whatever. They cool. can rock it. You know, Charles, you're just an ugly big old man. You know, just shut the hell up. That's what I got to say about that. Every uh, single fucking thing about you is <laughs> ugly. <laughs> you ugly. You uggos. <laughs> and, of course, shit of the week for the Washington Capitals for once again disappointing the entire nation's capital. Um, do I have a shot of the week? <sighs> shot of the week. <laughs> just a lot of craps this week. Yeah. Shot of the week is going to go to my wife, Wendy, and all the volunteers for the golf tournament and everybody that showed up to yeah. support us. But we cannot do this. There's a lot of, that goes on behind the scenes. And, and for the volunteers to come out again, Tara and English Linder, uh, uh, my wife, Mary, um, for them to spend an entire day, you know, that they don't get paid. They, they work hard, and, and my wife spends a lot of time creating the, the bags and trying to present it nice and professional and so, you know, I, I really want to uh, uh, thank her. I don't I don't ever thank her enough, and I just want everybody to know that uh, I, I love that woman. She works hard, and, and she loves all of our fans, and she does everything she can to try and make this show a success. So uh, thank you for, for all the volunteers, and, and thank you, Wendy, for everything you do for me. So that is mine. Renee. There you go. I have this to play for you. Aww. All right. <laughs> so my shot of the week, I have a shit of the week. Okay. And my shit of the week goes out to because i've seen it a bunch uh, i drive a lot for cops that don't use their blinkers <laughs> and cops that i see it, that really fucking it really irks me really bad it, it irks awesome. me really bad right? it irks uh, me really really badly really grinds his gears it really grinds my gears and cops that talk in their cell phones not hand-free like this right down the road uh, why okay. do you get to exactly because why do you why law. do you get to do that and why do you get to change lanes without using a blinker aren't you supposed to be setting an example for society and the people of america because you, think you can just i'm gonna go on a rant right now go you think you can fucking just like do whatever you want so i'm supposed to obey the law right as a citizen but because you have a badge you can't put on a blinker are you fucking too lazy or because you're the law, you feel like you don't need to. Why do you get to talk on the phone with your hand up to your ear with the cell phone? So as a citizen, can I be like, citizens arrest? I'm arresting you. I, I'm, I'm getting your license plate number and I'm going to report you to your fucking, you know what I mean? Your, I your police you. department. And I I'm going to give you a citation. I agree with you. I'm going to start taking pictures. For for all of our police listeners, I, you know I love the police. Don't get me wrong, because absolutely, they you know are I, I don't have anything bad to say about them. They've helped me out in my lifetime, right? But but <laughs> the next time I see an officer, okay, parked in front of a red curb mm -hmm. because they're on lunch and they want to pick up their food, so they just fucking park right there, <laughs> okay? And they think because they're on lunch break, sure, right? Hey. Or they're on their cell phone. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take a picture of that, and I'm going to tweet it to whatever the police department that they are. Because I know every single police department has a Twitter. Wow, he's really upset, man. Right? Oh, this is man. the first time you've America ever gone. America, I want to start exposing 
those officers because right. they need to uphold the law. Everyone needs a cause, Renee. Yeah, everyone he, needs he a cause. He's going to be. He's going to be yours. And that's my way of fighting the man. He, he's going to be the Chris Hansen, but for police yeah. officers <laughs> who don't do normal things. <laughs> All right, Cam, what do you got? And my shot of the week. Oh, shot of the week. Oh, yeah. I wasn't done. You just assumed I was done. <laughs> well, I've never had the week that much airtime before. <laughs> 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 Going into uncharted waters over here. <laughs> I don't know how to react. <laughs> my shot of the week goes out to the golf tournament. It was a success. Mm-hmm. I apologize, Knocker, for the people that did not follow not through on problem. my end. Have nothing to do with you. But uh, it was a great time, and I enjoyed spending it with all of you guys, and it was fun. Awesome. And, um, I just want to say there's a picture out there flo- floating around of me hitting from the red tees. <laughs> and I don't remember that. I don't know if I was Shocking. like taking practice swings from the red. Mm-hmm. Because I was hitting from the white, you know, the, the men's that's tees that's the entire funny. time. So Did your did your boyfriend come play with you too? Right? No. Exactly, right? No. You hit from the red tees, <laughs> bro? I have a boyfriend intern. All right. First of all. Well, if you're hitting from the I red tees, then you right? do. If you're hitting from me. the ladies' tees, yeah. it's inferred that you have a boyfriend. Why don't you just... Why don't you just... Why don't you right? just Everybody you, knows that. Why don't you just uh, put your ball on the, the putting green and then just putt from there and right. say you, you hit a hole in one? <laughs> oh, wow. I would have been better off just throwing it. Right? <laughs> All right, what do you got, Cam? Well, I'm going to give the uh, shot of the week to – I'm going to go with school and graduation because the past four years of my life at Arizona State have been nothing but incredible. I, I can't name you how many people I've made lifelong friends with. And yeah. I was really sad when I left on, on Wednesday and kind of cried, to be honest, because you should. I'm, I'm never going to see oh. these people again. And uh, it was a great experience. I, I love everything that they did for me. Um, I'm also going to give another shot of the week to the sports cast for contributing to my graduation, getting oh, nice. this internship this summer. And, uh, for your guys' golf tournament, because I saw it, it looked like it was fantastic. I mean, I know the weather wasn't what ideally what you wanted, but you know it looked like everybody did have fun. Mm-hmm. You guys keeps the show on the air for another year, yep. so we got very generous fans. Hell yeah, sure. man! Yep. Cool. Shots for that. All right, shots for that. You guys ready? Let's go. Play the song. Just, just a few things finer in life than good vodka that's just ice cold in a chilled that's shot true. glass. Yeah, I feel just, the same way about tequila. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's just, that's just good. Yep. Just good. Makes yep. you happy to be alive. Yep. Whiskey, because yep. yep. that'll put some hair on your nuts. So not, we're not going to do Mexican word of the day this week. Okay. okay. A, because I'm running out of words. And B, <laughs> because Josh is here. Okay. You're beating the system. So we'll see. We'll see if we get to it next week. We have a guest next week. So let's just see. Let's kinda, Who's coming uh, in? We got Joe Bartnick coming. Oh, in. return visit! Yeah, return I visit. like it. He wants to talk in, uh, NHL hockey. You know, it's really kind of weird that, that you know we have people come in and they sit in that chair and they go through this and then they actually want to come back. Yeah, it's yeah. just you know, wow. <laughs> okay, right. you're, like, you're yeah. like, damn, they actually like us, right? Yeah. Does that mean they're they're just you know? Does that mean that we're doing something right, or are they just 
such losers that they got nowhere else to go. <laughs> Jesus. Right? I got no place else to go. Good PR. Good PR. <laughs> I mean, you do, we want you losers back on this show because you have nothing else better in I mean, your lives. Well, you know, it's just our little show, and it's kind of humbling, and, it, and it, you know, it's just kind of weird. We started from little beginnings, and, yeah. you know, we're doing what we're doing. And I mean, not to brag, but we do got a pretty cool studio over here. Yeah, that's you know right. I mean? That's right. So, you know as, what I'm saying? We'll as right. a wise man told me, you got to crack a few eggs to make an omelet. <laughs> Check you <laughs> out. Sage it. Sage, I like yeah, that. I like yeah. you learned that in college. Uh, yeah, that's what I paid forty thousand dollars here for. <laughs> there you go. Shout out to ASU for making me just making me fill, fold with puns. Uh, we lo- we love our guests. I'm excited to have Barney back in because he's a Pittsburgh fan, right? He is a Pittsburgh. He is fan. a huge hockey fan. Yep. Pittsburgh fan, funny as shit. So I'm looking forward to it. I got something to look forward to next week. Getting laid, today. Joe Bartnick, and. Shouldn't be getting laid. Getting like laid, that. Joe Bartnick, and <laughs> getting laid, getting laid, and Joe Bartnick. <laughs> one of the two is going to come true, and I'll give you odds as to which one's going to actually happen. Uh, oh Jesus! Well, we know Joe Bartnick's going to be here. So <laughs> I don't know. If I'm laying money. That's what I'm laying on. All right, let's talk a little bit about the NBA playoffs. So, give me a little back background music there, if you can. Dun um, dun 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 dun. We pretty much have the same players. Um, I guess OKC right now is 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 laying the laying the wood to uh, uh, San Antonio, which is a little surprising because I thought Oklahoma, you know, everybody the writers I just, you know, we are part of the press and, and we do we do a show on sports, but I just think that that the press just loves to just dig and dig and, and create something that's just not there because they just want to put their name in a byline and make something happen. I mean. But Durant, Durant and Ristbrook seem to be getting along fine. They're winning basketball games. If one has a has a bad game, the other one's picking up the slack. And you know, I don't I don't know what's back there. But can we write about something else? Can we just write that the Thunder's playing some damn good basketball? The narrative and, this postseason. I mean, sorry to cut you no off. No problem. But the the narrative this postseason, and I think honestly, I know shit of the week was to Charles Barkley, but Charles Barkley said it best. Durant and Westbrook have now trusted their teammates to take the big shots and to knock them down if they are open and not play hero ball all the time. Dion Waiters, Steven Adams, Enos Cantor have been fantastic in this series. Mm-hmm. They have outscored the Spurs by 20 points in the fourth quarter playing 14 minutes. In that 14-minute wow. span, they have played fantastic as a group. So... That combined with Westbrook and Durant being fantastic and doing whatever they need to do. Westbrook's making better decisions. Durant's mm-hmm. dominating. I'm. It, it's You have the two best players in the world, two of the five best players. I mean, in my opinion, I would have Westbrook even over Durant. Um, but is, is San Antonio, I don't mean to cut you off, and Dalton, I will get you a shot of the week. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm multitasking here. And uh, I did not get to a couple of them, but you took the time to tweet in, and I will get to your shot of the week. Um, the fighter that fights that one fight too many, and, and it happens to them all. It happened to Oscar. It happens to, to, to every fighter that stays in the game too long. Where you're standing there, you, you think you've trained and this and that, and all of a sudden you age, and it just it just disappears on you. And you're now old, and you know it. You can't see the shots coming anymore. 
you know, you, you still think you got it, but you don't. Is that what's going on with San Antonio? I know they ejected some youth with, with Aldridge and, and uh, um, um, Kawhi, right? Uh, Leonard, right? Yeah. Um, but the, 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 the main nucleus of that team is Ginobili, is Parker, is, is Tim Duncan. Are they that fighter right now that's starting to realize that, wow, you know, a seven-game series against an uh, athletic, physical team, maybe we're just not there anymore? Are you seeing some of that? Isn't that where the old saying comes from, pride comes before the fall? Mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah, you had this with philosophical shit. Man. Yeah, What's man, going I hate on, bro. Yeah, I know. You're like College, way I, too deep, bro. Gradu- I graduated. That's you, what happened. Can you go somewhere else with all that deep uh, but thinking I'm, shit? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> that's not that's not for here. No, we're, we're <laughs> right? kicking you out. It's a sports cast, man. No, um, so I just think, like in that kind of realm of thinking, like even Stephen Adams has been kind of pot shot and Duncan. Duncan's just he's old, and mm-hmm. I don't want to hear any of this. I'm going to say it right now. I don't want to hear any of this Duncan's better than Kobe in that generation. It's not even close. Because Kobe wouldn't disappear in a series like this. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Kobe wouldn't be missing open laps. He makes his presence felt Mm -hmm. somehow. But you're right. I think you're right. Ginobili and Duncan are old. You just can't win with them. And the problem is, is when Duncan's been on the floor, Oklahoma City's attacked at him, and they know he's soft. And he hasn't been making the layups, and he hasn't been rotating on defense and they've been attacking at him so but you could you could win with them up until this series series right i mean they were good enough last year i mean golden state won, won it all but you know they're they're a different team san antonio was right there I, uh, you know in in the first series they played against uh, dallas i believe it was right mm-hmm. they still looked good now all of a sudden it's it's the fifth round and they can't see the jab anymore you know, the, the, the eye's swollen, and they can't see the jab, and, and they're missing with their shots. And, you know, shit, I looked at – I'm watching the game. Even Pop looks old. You know, he I, – I, I don't know if he's been sick or anything like that, but he's lost a lot of weight, and he looks he's really old. thin. And I think just the whole franchise right now is that fighter who just stayed in for one fight too long. They rode that they rode that pony one, one year too long. And uh, uh, OKC – is determined to, to beat this team. They're like Canelo Alvarez, Amir Khan. I, I that, don't know if that you scared saw me. That. I thought he killed him. I, I literally thought I, that Khan was dead. I tweeted. I tweeted, and Renee liked it. It was. I tweeted that he might have CTE. His mat. His head hit the mat so hard. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, he's he's dead. Like there's no way he was getting up. Yeah, I think Canelo thought he killed him too because he went over there and yeah. he went down to look at him like you know. When they go down on their back like that and their eyes are wide open and they're unfocused and paralyzed, that's a bad thing. That That is just not a good thing. Yeah, I so, mean, the first um, thing when he came to is he probably said, thanks for picking me up from school, Mom. Like, he's, like, <laughs> he's just he's, <laughs> he's, he's knocking back. He thinks it's that bully who's been getting him from sixth grade. That girl beat me up again, Mom. <laughs> Joe, oh, Joe hit me so hard it took my lunch money. Oh, but uh, that's what I see what's going on. I, I Again, I don't know what the score is. I could, uh, If you want to hit uh, eight, uh, 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 Renee, can you hit 2-4-5 on this? No, on this, on the white one. By the way, if anyone hasn't been watching, just to kind of so we're not waiting on Renee here, if anyone has not watched this San Jose-Nashville game tonight, they are hitting the hell out of each other. This is has right? been a game seven. Yeah. They were showing some highlights. Jesus, the Sharks are hitting. I can't wait for... 
Sharks Blues is going to be fantastic. Thunder won 113-99. Okay, game's over. Hit previous then. So Durant had 37, but... Wow, 37, huh? It's just... It's gotten to the point where the Spurs team ball and their team philosophy, you can't beat certain players. Players win games. Mm -hmm. It's Durant Westbrook. And now you add in the other guys. Okay, so so now we, we... So let's say in the Western Conference for a minute. We uh, we got about five minutes before five break minutes, here. Yep. Um, Golden State, obviously. Uh, I I watched. Unfortunately, I watched three quarters of the game the other night, and then I went to bed with uh, uh, Golden State winning by a point. I'll, I'll figure out who wins in the morning, and that's the game that uh, Curry because he looked like shit up until the time I turned the TV off, and then he went off, you know, like nobody else ever has. Can the athleticism of the Oklahoma City Thunder get Golden State off of their game, off of their – and I'm going to call it a finesse game because Jermon Green is about the only physical player that they really have on that team. Can Golden State be beaten? Yes, and I think you saw it in the Blazers series because, I mean, everybody likes to look at the end result. It was 4-1, to one, but the Blazers were in the last three games, and those games – if a ball bounces their way, they could win. I mean, it's just it's trouble closing out. But I really do think with Durant and Westbrook, if they trust Deion Waiters, if he's hitting big shots, Steven Adams is pitching in, if Cantor's pitching in, I think this is one of the most talented teams since they've had Harden, mm-hmm. that they can beat them. Oklahoma City, or the problem with Golden State is they've been winning, and they won their last game 125 to 121. That's not a recipe for success. You right, can't out 21 points giving up. That's not You good. can't outscore everyone every game. That's not how the NBA uh, that's not how sports works. You can't just score 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 and that's do th- the, the saying. Yeah. Defense wins championships. It, it, in any sport, defense wins championships. Yeah, you can't do a Mike D'Antoni system where you score and your best defense is your offense. That's mm-hmm. that's not how that works. You mean so. Mike Antoni. Yeah. Because there's no D no. with Mike D'Antoni. <laughs> Thank you, Renee. <laughs> you wow. You like that? Puns. 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 <laughs> Puns. On the old Loyola Marymount philosophy doesn't – the West Ed philosophy doesn't work in the NBA – um, I, I think you're right about that. I'm real, this is going to be a really, really interesting series because, you, you know, you have – not going to call them superstars. Durant's right on the cusp of it, and we went over this before, who is and who isn't. Um, it's going to be a very compelling series because, you know, Oklahoma City isn't – they have enough flash, but I think they're really grinders. I think this is going to really – it's possible for them to expose the weaknesses of the Golden State Warriors. On the other side, you're going to have the heat, right? right now uh, with the Raptors. I I don't know. I mean, no one's beating the Cavs in the East. Let's just just fast forward. If the Cavs are hitting 83s in their first three games against the Hawks, I don't see anybody that's going to be. Honestly, I think the Cavs now can win the championship. They've They've had the ball movement. You have Kevin Love, Kyrie, LeBron. They look like another team, too, that's peaked at the right time. They're playing fantastic defense. Everything's coming together, but with Toronto, you need Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan, but DeRozan's really messed up his thumb. He's had a really bad injury, so... Okay, I, so if Cleveland makes it to the finals, can they beat Golden State? Can they beat Oklahoma City? Can they slay the dragon is the question. I think, really, the Western Conference Finals is the NBA Finals, and that goes to seven. 
but you got to look at matchups. It depends if if Westbrook if Westbrook. Okay, well, let me put it to you this way: What team do they have a better shot at beating? They have a better shot at beating the Thunder because okay. Kyrie and Westbrook match up, and LeBron can match up with Durant rather than you have. Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, like I think at the four position, Draymond gets an upper hand on Kevin Love. Okay. All right. So good enough. There's your NBA news. Uh, we're going to go to break right now, our last break of the day. Uh, I believe your name, you're going to play a song from Natural so Heights. Did you, um, for the listeners that don't know, I play bass for, or I played. Don't know. I, pl- I, played, you, I slapped the bass for <laughs> this band called Natural Heights. Look it up. Anyways, this was a single off of our album, Wake Me Up. The name of the song is Wake Me Up. And um, the band isn't playing any shows right now. We're on hiatus, but we are coming back next year. And I hope you guys like it.
of the Sportscast. I think we're doing a pretty good job so far. Thank you, Cam, for coming in, sitting on the mic. No Thank problem. you, Renee, for running the ones and twos. Doing the best we can with no phone calls. I'm sorry, O-Dog, you were going to ride shotgun with us tonight, but that's just not going to happen. But he's coming in the studio about in two that. weeks, so it's and all it's, good. You know, it's not because you're a brother from New Jersey. <laughs> had nothing to do with it. If you were a white guy from Beverly Hills, the phone still wouldn't have since worked. I don't okay? have the sound, since I don't have the sound effect, I'm going to do it. I love black people! <laughs> <laughs> uh, if he, Josh, was a, if he was a white man from Beverly Hills, he'd be taking his helicopter over here. <laughs> right? <laughs> he'd be landing at Goddard Middle School. <laughs> And chauffeur to yeah, the show, right? <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. Hey, um, uh, 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 you know, I regress a little bit, but we got to be true to our fans. If you take the time to tweet in a shot of the week and I miss it, I, you know, I'm sure shit going to try to get it back on, on the air. Uh, Proto did chime in. He's got three weeks of work left, then he gets a month off. And uh, he's had kind of a new job. I know he's in a new job and what have you. And Dalton did chime in. Um, uh, oh, same thing. Three weeks of school. And then I get a month off, so I don't know why I got those confused, but I did. And uh, that was it. Now, Renee. Real quick. Okay, because you're going to go into this segment. So I want to do some trivia for you guys, and the people at home can play too. Um, There's five teams in all of professional sports, okay, that have the same name. So I'm going to give you guys the first clue, and you guys have to guess the other four. Okay. Okay. The first team with the same name. In different cities. I'm sorry. I didn't mention that. So it's, this, it's the same oh name, God. but in different cities. Is this going to take long? No, it's not. There's, <laughs> there's, there's five. I'm going to give you one, so it's going to be four. So the first one is the Cardinals. So the Cardinals are in the NFL All right. and in the MLB. Okay. Okay? So it's like that. Name the, the Kings? Other, name the other four. The Kings. Hawks. Sacramento Kings, L.A. Kings. Okay, so you've got the Kings. Kings is one. Does Does Hawks technically count with no. Blackhawks? No, because okay. it's Blackhawks okay. and Hawks. That's fair enough. Giants? Okay. Um, wait, hold on. Okay. You got it right. Where's my ding at? All right. <laughs> so you got three. Now, how many professional organizations? Are we talking NFL? Just yeah, the four and, major and sports? And all the major sports. The teams with the same names. So you got what? The Cardinals. Giants. The Giants. The Kings. The Kings. Okay. There's two more. Ooh. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're drunk, so there's go two home. More. <laughs> no, there's two more. You're drunk, no. go home. No, there's two more. <laughs> Come on. Here we go. Oh. Someone on Twitter knows it. Oh. Damn it. Ah. This is good trivia. I hate that you're stumping me right now. Panthers? Oh, Panthers. There you go. Yeah. NFL and NHL. Ooh. That was ass. Pull, <laughs> right out of your anal port yeah, right there. That was the hardest one. Very I good. Uh, There's one more. I just saw the Predators, and I saw their helmet, and I was like, Panthers. Just I don't know why. That was weird. LA Kiss. No, not the LA Kiss. <laughs> just kidding, man. Not the LA That's Kiss. That's the name of a strip club. Right? <laughs> <laughs> not the LA Kiss. Uh, not the Bruins. The Penguins. Rangers. Yeah, there you go. So you got the Cardinals, the Rangers, the Kings, the Giants, and the Panthers. Bam! Boom. Bam! It's not all dust up there. Damn. That was good. I like that. that Jesus, bad. they scored again? It is five to Oh, five my nothing. God. Wow. Go home, Predators. I didn't know they were allowed to televise rape. And Pecorino breaks his stick. Throws it away. Add a boy with the sound effect. I like the jaws. Oh, right he just walked <laughs> off the rink. I'm done. He's dead. Wow. There's been a lot.
lot of hard hits in this game. So both game sevens just became just. I mean, the better games, better team is just dominated. All right. Well, I'm going to give you a list. See if you guys can pick this out. Okay. You probably can't because you're probably not big NASCAR fans. But is that the one where they turn left? They turn left. They draw straight. Now they turn left. (laughs) And then they turn left again. You know when? You know, usually it's just like an oval. They turn left and left four times. But then they get tricky. And some places like Talladega and Pocono, they put in a fifth left turn. But what they make it triangular. They make it triangular and make just go like a little, little straight away and come back again on the left and then do your other turns. It's well, if you, have, if you have enough Budweiser's, you can always go right. That's not even Budweiser oh, you mean America? It's America Beer yeah, now. Yeah, America Beer now because they just changed it. First oh. we had Billy Beer, now we got... America beer. Oh, man. <laughs> Hell Especially yeah. with the bush. Let's Anheuser up. bush. Speaking of bush. <laughs> you, you, speaking of bush. And we're not talking about the beer. The 70th bush? <laughs> the bush is quoted as saying, the alder tracks suit the bush because he likes to attack and slip and slide and move around. That's a quote from the bush this weekend from Kansas after... The Bush Wait, won the race. Yeah, but Bush? what about you? Mean what about the tracks, though? The hoe? I said, what about the tracks? He said slipping and sliding. <laughs> I said, but what about the tracks? <laughs> like Star Trek? No, but if the Bush is slipping and sliding, I'm having a good time. That's all I can say about that. All about the wild women. <laughs> like it. Put that slip and slide out front of my porch. With some women and some Budweiser's. Uh, and some Americas. They came out with a list. Now, they came out with the list, and y'all probably won't get this. We'll probably get some Twitter response from this because we got a lot of people love the redneck violence on Twitter on the sports. Okay. Them educators. But they came out with a list of the top money makers, the richest drivers in NASCAR. You know, you think you can make a living doing this, right? Some people make a damn good living doing this. All right. So, okay. uh, your top five money makers on the NASCAR circuit. Well, give me Dale Jr. We got number one Dale Jr. He is worth I'm gonna say hundred million dollars. I'm gonna say Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson, check. Seeing that numero trace for all you Mexican speaking listeners out there. No, that's number trace. That'll be Jimmy Johnson. That'll be Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy come in at number trace. Why Jimmy <laughs> make so much money? Jimmy Johnson coming in at $120 million. All right, we got Jimmy. We got Junior. Now we're going to go Kansas. Matt. Nope. Nope. I ain't not on the top all right. five. Give me the bush. Kyle. Just give me Bush. Don't matter. <laughs> Kyle shaved Kurt. I don't care. Just give me the Bush. Oh. <laughs> wow. We just stepped out of line there. Um, <laughs> you're not going to get number four, which is Ken Schrader, who doesn't even drive anymore. Who? <laughs> number two just retired. Oh, Should I'm going to give the, the Gurdon the Gurdon the Pepsi. Little Jeff Gurdon. With the Pepsi. We got little Jeff Gurdon. Hey, worth 100 and $50 million. He's That's number two on the list. Living. And number five is Ken Harvick. Mm, Danica checks in. Danica checks in at a respectable 
$55 million. Bobby! As her hair's... That blown. ain't bad. With her hair's blowing in the wind oh, as speaking she's of, in last speaking place. Speaking of hair... Uh, I don't know if you, I don't know if it was on YouTube, SportsCastLife.com. Uh, uh, I do have another couple of comments on NASCAR. But did you find out? That's a toker. That's right, Kevin Harvick. Uh, Tony Stewart, uh, I believe, was in the top, the top twenty, but he wasn't in the. I'm not sure if he was in the top ten, toker. Um, Chick put a corn on the cob, on a drill motor. Top. Get your dirty mind out the gutter. That's not what she was going to do with it. I was going to say, that's a normal right Tuesday night for you me. stop right there. You <laughs> I'll give her the corn on the cob God's and the driller. going to punish you. That's not what she was going to do she with that corn She liked to punish me, cob. too, with the corn on the cob. She tried to eat. Where she put that corn she on the cob? She tried to eat that corn on the cob <laughs> as it was rotating in that Black & Decker drill. Happened to get her hair caught in the corn oh, on the cob. Why are people so stupid? Pulled a big ass chunk of hair right out that stupid bitch's head. <laughs> she now got a six inch bald spot trying to eat corn on the cob in That's the a drill huge motor. Bit. You know who it was? And you know what? She was summa cum laude of her high school. You know who it was? <laughs> That's because there was five people in that high school. <laughs> but anyways, high school. All anyway, related. It was chick- all related. It was <laughs> It was just one family. It was a family reunion and a high school graduation. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know who it was? You know who got her? It was Chicken McNugget Lady. She wanted to punch her right in the cooter. At the cooter! She said, I'll give you the cob. You I, won't give me the nuggets. I, I'll give you the uh-huh. cob. You don't look like you need a McRib. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the best YouTubes ever. One of the best YouTube uh, ever. But that's a little NASCAR for you. NASCAR goes to Dover. Um, uh, Joe Gibbs Racing, we talked about this just a little bit earlier, about the, the, the lug nut situation on the cars okay. where they have to have five of them. They have yeah. to be tightened down. Um, they were gonna I always like my nuts tightened. But, you know, you have to have your nuts tightened, all of them. Can't have them loose. Nothing worse than swinging nuts, you know? Because then you get it all loose and you can't control the car. And then it's just flapping around. <laughs> she don't like it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know they're slapping against your thighs. That's why I like to wear you. boxers instead of briefs. Hey, man, it's like a fan down there just swinging around. She don't like it. It's like one of those, uh, what is it, Newton cradles? I was just like, yeah, say, yeah. <laughs> just be burk, burk, burk. Oh, man. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've gone downhill. We've gone really downhill. <laughs> but, uh, Bush's team, Bush's team, uh, uh, Adam Stevens was, um, he was suspended for one race, $20,000 because of that rule. It's become a really, really big thing. Uh, in NASCAR this year, they were going to wonder how they were going to try and enforce it. Um, and they check before the race, and then they check when you come down pit roll after the race. And uh, his nuts weren't as tight as they were supposed to be. Bush was suspended for <laughs> swinging nuts. <laughs> I'm going to be here. I'm going to hear all the sports cash. You're going to hear about oh, Bush getting suspended for swinging nuts. You can't write And the that nuts headline. just weren't tight enough when they were all done. So he got suspended. Uh, Greg Olson tied in for the Panthers. Spent a day at uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s um, with the pit crew, right? That's pretty awesome. All right, now you think he's a pretty strong guy, right? Tied in, NFL, all pro, right? I think so. First two times trying to use that jack to, you know, 
Popped the car up. Couldn't do it. Different strength. Different strength. So he went with the workout with them, and he has a lot more respect as to what those guys do as far as the physicality uh, uh, as to what they do uh, involved in a NASCAR race. So pretty interesting. Um, now, we have one of my favorite golf tournaments coming up this week. Hey. Um, out in Florida. Ricky Fowler won, won it last year in one of the most amazing finishes uh, in the history of the TPC. Uh, he won a playoff. Uh, they have that uh, Island Green on 17th, and he put a shot eight feet from the pin uh, to win that thing. Um, got a little bit. Uh, I was watching TV the other day. They were going through the top nine records in golf that will probably never been broke, never be broken. Um, one thing this week, uh, Dustin Johnson, 372-yard drive. Was it 372 or 374? Don't correct me on my own show, Cameron. I'm sorry. Jesus criminy. I'm sorry. Where is your protocol? Did they not teach you anything in college? <laughs> I'm the star. You're the intern. You don't correct me on the air. Yeah. Do you understand? I, Do you understand the rules now? Yes. Okay, we're perfectly good. My nuts were swinging. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. My lug nuts came unloose. Oh, my God. Um. Yeah, 372 yards. He averages 308, 372, uh, not doing very well uh, in the tournament. I think he's minus two. Um, Jason Day's leading the tournament at, at minus nine. This is one of the better tournaments on, uh, on, the, on the tour. Um, it's, they consider it the fifth, the fifth major. I really enjoy watching on the Saturday and Sunday. But um, some of the records in golf, um, if you just stop and think about them for a minute, amazing, amazing that these people were able to set records. Like this. Most wins, Sam's need, 82. Tiger's right on his heel to 79, but between me and you, is Tiger ever going to win another tournament? No, and I'm going to say one of the other records that you're probably going to go into has got to be the majors record from Jack Nicklaus, right? Mm -hmm. 18? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's going to be beat. Uh, I don't think so either. You thought that uh, the only guy that was going to have a chance was Tiger, but obviously that's not going to happen. Um, so, uh, again, and the last one that Nicklaus won, the 86 Masters, Unbelievable at age, I believe, 46. Mm, he he, he yes. starts the day five shots out of the lead, ends up winning the tournament. Unbelievable performance by the greatest golfer, uh, arguably the greatest golfer ever to play the game. Now, now think of this. You play golf, right? And you're, you're playing golf a little bit now, Renee, yeah. right? Think about this. I carried our team. Okay? I Byron Nelson. I don't believe you. <laughs> Byron Nelson holds the record for most consecutive wins in a row. Now, what do you think that would be in a row on the tour? Now, somebody goes back-to-back. Back, they go crazy, right? Oh, my God, back-to-back back wins, blah, 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 blah. You know what? What do you think the record is I'm gonna for say, consecutive wins? I'm going to say 10, but I want to say 12. So I'll go with 10, but my second guess is 12. Wow. You know what? You're, like, all around it. Oh, it's 11. Yeah. Eleven wins in a row. Think about that. Eleven wins in a row. That's unconscious. That's insane. It really, truly is insane to wrap your head around that somebody could win eleven tournaments in a row. And don't give me this shit that the competition's tougher now than it was back then. No, there were legends playing back then, just like they are now. So. But it's different. Even that argument kind of goes out of the window with a sport like golf because it's so hard to be so consistent like that because. Golf is not a sport about how others play necessarily. It's mm -hmm. about how you play. Mm -hmm. So if you're playing consistent, I mean, no one's going to beat you. That's that's incredible. Okay. God, um, that's unconscious. I can't even think of that. <laughs> right? I mean, the, okay, now the next one is 
How many cuts made? Wait, how many what? Oh. You said cuts? Yes, I said cuts. Okay. He didn't say how many butts made it. Uh, no, I was saying cunts, but okay, cuts. Oh! <laughs> Jesus, I'm going for butts come over on, here. No, man, it's I a family make sure, show. No, come on, like, I just want to make sure you pronounce it. Are you it. using the C it's, word over no, here? It's like, Seriously. It's like, so hold on. It's like Blackhawks. So you have to pronounce it. Blackhawks, because if you say it really fast, it's like, let's go, Blackhawks. No, it's Blackhawks. So therefore, you have to pronounce it. Get your damn mind out of the gutter. Jesus Christ. This is the you know, last 15 minutes of the show. That's why we never turn your mic on. Oh, this, I have the power over right? <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. do, right? I'm going to leave it on the entire show. Yeah. Okay. The last 10 minutes of mic. the show, and you're talking about wieners and the C word. Right? How dare you? Genitalia. Like, come on. Come on. Where I'm at, right? Your mom would be disappointed. My mom doesn't you. listen to this show. Is there so a white hawks out there anywhere? <laughs> why you got to be black? Why you gotta be black? Technically, it's the African American hawk. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be politically correct, okay. That was funny. That was pretty good. All right. was, I'll give Let's you that. put it this way: the most Saturday and Sundays made in a row. <laughs> now, all I can think about is, is what Renee is saying. Oh, <laughs> black hawk, right? <laughs> Pronunciate. That's all I'm saying. Why? Why? Black cocks. Uh, the right. Chicago no, black no, cocks. Black. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's see with cuts. <laughs> you want to get politically incorrect? Redskins hells nothing to that name, That's right? That's true. That's true. Native American skins. Right. That's what you there you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I'm going to say 35. 142. What? Tiger Woods. In a run, made 142. That's got to be like. Ooh, that's insane. That has to be probably like what two or three years without missing that is, a cut. Yes, that is insane. That's insane. 142 tournaments entered where you made the cut in a row. Unbelievable. Ooh. Absolutely unbelievable. The next is Byron Nelson at 113. That's how far out this record is. And the last one I'm going to give you before everybody falls asleep. But this is it's just, it's just interesting <laughs> stuff. Um, no, it's nuggets. It's good. <clears throat> right? Most wins in one year. And there, there's what? If you, you start in January, you end, uh, you end in, in November, there's probably, I was going to say, golf, golf year or calendar year? Golf year. One year from okay. January to December. Most wins in one year. Well... Let's see. Now, I, somebody wins three now, right? I'm player of the year. Blah, blah, blah. I'm probably going to say that it was probably a person who maybe did a grand slam. And it's probably going to be somewhere in that neighborhood. And then they were just probably on fire that year. Or you're playing at the little tournaments and not a lot of people. Okay, are well, showing. nobody's ever won a grand slam in one calendar year. year. I got so. a grand slam at Denny's once. <laughs> <laughs> With eggs and With bacon. With eggs and bacon. <laughs> So let's see. <laughs> Tony Cloninger, the brave. He was a pitcher. He had two and one. I'm going to say that's a record. Yeah, uh, it is right. true. That's a true story. Calendar. Look year. it up. Tony Cloninger, Atlanta Braves. Okay. Two grand slams in one game. Nice pitcher. Pitcher. Look it up. Wow. Look it up. You well, heard it right here. What was right that? To- it was it was Tony Cholesterol. <laughs> <laughs> he had two grand slams. What year was that? <laughs> Tony Cloninger. I am going to put. How do you that spell that? C-L-O-N-I-N-G-E-R. Cloninger. Tony Cloninger. Can you use it in a sentence? Can you give me the origin Cloninger? of the word? Um, Tony Cloninger. Of yeah. the, of the, it's either the Braves or the Reds. I think it was the Braves. It could be the Reds, but it's okay. one of those two teams. Two grand slams in one game. I believe I'm going to give you 
1971. That's a lot of eggs and bacon. 1971. Yeah. Tony Cholesterol had two grand slams. All right, so the question was. So I'm going to go with. Because I went with 30 on the last one, I felt so naive. I would say that that's probably a better for a calendar year. So let's say let's say 30 for once in a calendar year. No. That's that's like just that that would be just wow. It's, it's 18, 18 wins in one year. Byron Nelson, 18 wins. God. Now you get golf for the year if you win five tournaments these days, right? 18. What? He won 18 tournaments in one year. I think. What it is now, and it's not its not to, like, diminish the accomplishment or anything, because that's amazing. But mm-hmm. I think what's weighed more now is if you win the majors, you sure. get more of a leeway rather than just winning all the little tournaments. Because not all the big guys enter in the little tournaments. Like, right. They want to prep for the Masters. You want to prep for Right. There's, there's definitely Open. more preparedness. Or everybody gears there's, towards winning the Masters. You're absolutely right about that. But, boy, can you imagine? I mean, they didn't get paid shit back then. But but almost every tournament pays out a million bucks. Pretty much every tournament, the winner gets a million bucks nowadays. That's a lot of drugs. That's a lot. That's a whole lot right there, winning 18. So there's your little golf trivia for the day, and I don't care if you liked it. I liked it. I thought it was interesting. Josh isn't here, so that's why it's on the air. Now, Wait, on. That- that was wins in a year, yeah, or how many girls? Tiger, <laughs> how many girls did Tiger do in yeah, one yeah, night? Yeah. <laughs> how many, is, that, is that wins in how a year? How many holes was in Tiger's room for the Masters? Or was that Tiger Woods' uh, record for one night? I was right? to make it like a parody porn and <laughs> Tiger's Wood. <laughs> I want to dress up like Tiger Woods and make my own porn movie and be like Tiger's Wood. Tiger's Wood. Oh, you know what's out there but, somewhere, dude. You know what's out there I don't somewhere. Have my, I don't have my driver with me. I don't have now, my driver with me. <laughs> Just my wood. Just my wood. <laughs> my fairway wood. Right? <laughs> believe me. Starring in Tiger's wood. Right? Believe me. I now can I get gotta, out of the rut. <laughs> now I got to use my chipper. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is wrong with That's us? That's a hybrid, babe. You check this out. <laughs> yeah, <there we> go. <laughs> hey, can you, you get to the website on there and get it up on the screen? Yeah. Okay. Uh, on, on this screen? Or, or just so uh, people can see it. If you can't, just tell me. I'll just yeah. describe I, it. I can't. Yeah, just describe okay. it. Okay. I can get on the website, but this I This is like on bromance on steroids here, right? This is just like drunk. This had to be done when it was drunk. It's on sportscastlife.com. You can go. You can check this out. This is a true story. Matt Sassy, right, to his friend Anthony Triola, who are New York Mets fans, right? Bartolo Colon. Not necessarily athletic, if you will. Can pitch, but I don't think he could do a whole hell of a lot else, right? My my nickname for him is Fatolo Colone. My nickname for for him is Buttholo Colon. (laughs) Because his last name is Colon. (laughs) His first name is Buttholo. Buttholo Colon. Okay, well, they made a bet on a drunken night that if he hits a home run this season, I'll get a tattoo. I mean, the other guy. There it is, sportscastlife.com. The other guy thought he got a steal. Like, uh, you, if I'm the guy who's betting, I'm like, no way in hell Bartolo Colon hits a home run. He'll be lucky right? if he doesn't die of eating cheeseburgers halfway through the right? season. Right? Exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> May 7th, Joke's 2016. Now, these guys are from New York. Not only did the guy fly from New York to 
beat his friend out in San Diego. They were both at this game. That's awesome. When Bartolo goes yard. Bartolo Colon went yard. Took him 15 minutes to get around the bases. Question. Right? Question. Yes. Question. Above Bartolo Butholo's face, it says the F-line army. Seven-line army. Oh, that's a seven? Like yeah. Seven-line army. I think that's what they call their, uh, I think it's their fans or something like that. I, I, I have no idea what it means, but that's what it is. It's, it says seven-line army. And this guy didn't go, didn't go little sissy tattoo. Little, or it might be their pitching. He staff. went full okay. elbow to shoulder with the face, the hat, seven-line army, and the date. Emblazoned on his on his sleeve, so you got to give it up to a bro who just not only pays off the bet but totally buys in and just says, you know, hey man, let's let's, let's commemorate this. So I think Bartolo, um, you know, he ought to be buying them at least dinner or you know beer. Oh, every, yeah, you know, Bartolo, beer every, did he really? Yeah, no, I'm saying he would eat it. Yeah, instead. Bartolo, <laughs> Bartolo would he wouldn't skip buy a meal. It for him, yeah. yeah, yeah, of course he's gonna buy him dinner. He doesn't skip a meal. That guy, <laughs> right? Yeah. I'll buy you dinner, and then I'm going to eat it. <laughs> I'll buy you dinner, and I'll buy two dinners for myself. Right? This is what you're having. Right? <laughs> but what's up with just uh, kind of related before we kind of head off here? Yeah, what's up with the Noah Syndergaard hitting two home no runs? Shit. Last yeah, I watched that game. Please don't remind me, dude. dude I watched I'm, come that on. game but, last night. But what, what – I mean, I personally hate pitchers batting, and I just hate it because – I love it. I love it. But – I love they're, it. They're not easy outs. And last night, and Butthole Colin's <laughs> home run was well. They're getting better. That but, pitchers can't hit. Oral Hershiser was a good hitter in his but day. Here's so the, Fernando. Well, Baumgartner is a is a yeah. is a damn good hitter too. Here's, right? here's the problem with that logic. There's too few of those guys. Right. And for the majority of the MLB, the pitchers do not hit. Right. And they do not hit very well. And they're like basically they're kind of almost viewed as an. What I love, Sam, an old school guy is I. That's what I love about the separation of the league. I, I agree, agree with you. The National League and you have the American League. That's what separates the two. I don't like interleague play because it's not the same as it used to be. When you got to the playoffs, that was the first time you ever faced saw the, the dark side. Saw the dark side. That's the first time you ever saw right. an American League team in the playoffs. Yeah, it was like tree outs. Yeah. So now I, I it's agree. just like everybody plays everybody, right? And there's, I like the American League doing, doing no their thing. Yeah, but I also just, like the National League where there's the, it's a strategy for right. the two for one. Yeah. You know, can the pitcher bunt? Is right. it just useless up there? Exactly. I mean, my God. Fernando. Right. Fernando Manio. He came right. into the batter's box. The place was electric. Yep. It really was electric. Was. Is Fernando going to get a hit? Yep. Is Fernando going to get a hit? Don Drysdale was a damn good. A great uh, hitter. A great hitter. Um, you know, Bob Gibson was a decent hitter in his day. I love it. If you can get a guy, um, uh, a guy that is an athlete. You know, dude, you have talent. Look, why should you not be able to hit if you were a hitter in high school? Because you know these some bitches were DHs in high school. They didn't just pitch. These yeah. guys were DHs in high school. Look, man, so it's just it's better for your team to have a pitcher who's a viable offensive option. Babe Ruth, in my opinion, one of the greatest baseball players of all time, in my opinion, right? Okay. Pitched for the Boston Red Sox early in his career Correct. and was a great, great pitcher. Yes, he was. All right, turned around and became a great, great hitter, a legendary hitter yes, he with was. the New York Yankees. So, even back then in those days, okay, you still had those pitchers, because technically he was a pitcher, that could hit. So, I mean, it was like that. On every, even back in those days on American League teams, the pitchers hit. I don't think it was until 1976, in the 70s 75 somewhere. 75 or 76. 75, 76 yeah. is when the uh, DH came into play. Mm-hmm. 
I as just as a casual casual fan, I like that you can have a guy like Big Poppy who just go in there and just come up and just on roids and just bang one out, and it's fantastic to see. But I do like the separation. But how great is it to see guys like Granky, guys like Kershaw, yes. like Bat- Bartolo Colon, yeah. Syndergaard, them hit home runs. They take and, pride in what they're doing. Yeah, them not just not, home runs, but just hit, yeah. just hit for average, right. just get singles, but it, the occasional double. You know, it's fan. I mean, I'm not a really a huge baseball fan, but it's fantastic for me to see these guys. Syndergaard drew in four runs, and right? he gave up three. Like he basically controlled the whole game. Absolutely. So it's just. It's and pretty I, interesting. I, I absolutely love it. I, I I absolutely love it. And the entertainment value. Yeah. When yeah. you get a guy that comes from the American League to the National League in his first year, and he hasn't seen a pitch in mm-hmm. eight years, yeah. and you, th- you put him in the box you and know a guy throwing 98 As a baseball miles. fan, as a baseball <laughs> I think purist, it's awesome. I really, really hope they do not change the National League rule. I don't think they will. I don't think they will. DHs in the National League. I do not League think Because that separation is what separates the leagues. Yeah. And I think it should stay that way until the end of time. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. So on There's, that note, um, uh, Dr. Rob, I will give you a nod. I tried calling, got voicemail because Renee cannot fix the phones. It says it right there. Yeah, blame it because on me. Because Renee cannot fix the phones. You yeah. need to hire a new guy on the ones and twos. Right here. Maybe Daniel. Oh, wow. Okay? And That's I'm harsh. calling Coming Penguins. For you. I'm calling Penguins in four, mofos. So there you go. Whoa, I had whoa. to acknowledge that. Whoa. Whoa, did he just say penguins and four? He's calling penguins and four, baby. You got to back that so ass what up. Phone calls, <laughs> so what if phone calls made this show any better? Let's no, just say that. because we're all awesome Well, I would have liked to have O-Dog I would have liked here. to have O-Dog, right? too. But other I'm than O-Dog not that. being here, yeah, I would have liked it. I would have had, like, <laughs> Dr. Rob call in and say penguins and four more foes so we could argue with him. That would have been for nice. for whatever reason, the phone But uh, anyway, hey, we're going to sign off. Great show, guys. This, this is a lot of fun, man. You know, it's... it's a little different when Josh isn't here. Thank you, Cam. You bring a whole lot of knowledge. You bring a whole lot of of of, of you know spunk and, and youngness. And I'm really Jeez. proud of you. Let me tell you, I'm a, on a serious note, I'm very very proud of you for graduating from college. I think that's a fantastic thing. Thank it you. shows that you have stick to itness and that you have a dream and you have drive. And and uh, I'm really proud of you for sticking to that. That's a very great thing. And don't I don't think we underestimate or take it for granted those of you who go to college and stick it out and do what they do. Renee, yes. great job once again, buddy. Thank you very I much. I love having you here. You know you're mi familia. Orale. Right? And, uh, oh, I, you know. What? Orale. Orale. I can't. No, this, that's this is my, so funny. That's me. my radio persona. That's not really how I talk. <laughs> <laughs> if, we were, if we were there at the golf tournament. Right. You know, I'm yeah, like, right. dude, can I grab another beer, bro? Can I have another beer? Can I have another? Give me another frosty beverage. Can I have? glass, please. I'm like quesadillas and tortillas. Uh, where are the mint juleps? <laughs> hey, I'm seriously hey, told there'd be mint juleps Hey, there. broski, you want to hand me another brewski? <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Pot for yes. part. There you Biff. go. Biff, that was just such a great out. Oh, oh, Biff. How splendid. <laughs> Thanks again, Renee. Wonderful yeah, show. Man. Great time, guys. We will see you next Tuesday on the Sportscast. And uh, take care of your families. Love your families. Kiss them all goodnight. Tell them you love them because you never know when you're going to see them again. Take care of business, y'all. Out.
Dude up. Dude up.